the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. Yo, guys and gals, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Gravity Lab Radio. Um, before we start the show, we commonly say stupid shit on the mic, and you just got a sneak preview of some of that. That's never happened before. Mr. P, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Yourself, Mr. Marvin? I'm doing good, man. Tonight, uh, we always thank one or two of our sponsors for the show, people who, uh, who help us out and put us here on the air. And tonight, we're actually going to take a much longer list, because what did we just do the other Night. The Gravity Lab Film Festival. Wow. Dude. I don't know why I said it like that. I, I feel I feel like it deserved that introduction. Do you know the guy on my new rig? The you, you've seen the little dude on the mufflap? I've seen that guy. That's how I picture him sounding, actually. Oh, okay. Super old timey, like okay. super crazy. Yeah, all right, I gotcha. Steampunk old time kind of guy. So man, the film festival, I, I gotta be honest, I was nervous. It's our third film festival. It's the same weekend as the uh, Halloween buggy at San Marcos, Yep, which is only a couple hours away, so I really thought we were going to lose a large amount of our crowd to that. We still had 13 entries, same we've had the last couple years. We had about 70 people show up in attendance, same we've had the last couple years. Man, I only had to do that timing because of a family vacation. Had it been on another weekend, man, I think we would have had a couple more numbers and everything. Dude, it was so cool to see all these people come together and party, and I, I really appreciated that. It was a really good night. It's one of my very, very favorite nights of the whole year, just because it's, uh, I feel like, we're, not that we're like leading a cult in some sense, <laughs> but just that like I feel like it wouldn't happen without us, right? The film festival is a thing where everyone comes together. Everyone kind of it's it's more towards the end of the of the year. Everyone's kind of enjoying the progress they've made. Look at this cool thing I built. Look at me becoming a better flyer. It seems like there's a lot of a lot of pride uh, embedded in the friendly competition that takes place. There there's tons of pride, and and I almost hate the statement that it wouldn't happen without us. But one of the things that I've come to understand and take pride in what I do is I can never tell you you're talented. I can never tell you you're good at shit because you're an asshole and you don't like that. I am an asshole, that's true. Recently, I told you you're a great producer. You produce things, and you accepted that. You produce, Did I? Res- Yeah. You produce good videos. You produce results. You get things done. And one of the things that I can take claim in life that I'm actually pretty decent as, I'm a facilitator. I bring things together. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I'm good at putting things together. And man, what a joy of bringing all these friends, all this family together, watching people party. The number of messages I've gotten recently over that, it's just been so cool to see my friends bond over such a fun experience, including they bonded over making some of these videos. The best part, dude, is we pre-screen the videos every year. And the last couple years, we both were like, it's between Joe and Frank. It's between Henry and who, whatever. And usually we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. This year, we thought it was going to be between two people, but we knew several other were right there with them. Mm-hmm. And as common, we're kind of wrong, but this time we were way wrong. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have it figured out at all. No, and it's because there were that many dope-ass videos produced. So guys and gals, you crushed it. You did a great job. Tonight, I want to thank, first of all, those of you who made videos. You guys killed it. You guys did a great job. But really, I want to throw a huge shout out to the people who made the film festival possible besides the uh, editors. And that's the folks who gave these prizes. Our good buddy Hudson, Hudson K., uh, actually won the film festival. And he won a shitload of prizes. It ends up being over two grand. 
That's awesome. Do you remember what he won? Okay, let me think. The top of the list was a GoPro 8. So GoPro every year has promised us a GoPro. This year they promised a GoPro 7, and weeks before, oh, my bad, we're going to give you guys a GoPro 8. Yep. So Hudson is going to be one of the first of our friends, besides Greg Flint. <laughs> Greg, Greg has the first of everything all the time. <laughs> no doubt. If it's a gadget, Greg has it on the way. Man, and he's already. I think he's already got a second GoPro 8 in hand now. No, he got the GoPro Max. Oh, okay. That's what he got the other day. Yeah. Um, he uh, Hudson has one of the first GoPro 8s of any of my friends and thank you GoPro guys and gals they make great cameras and make great products I, can you believe that itty bitty box produces no. those badass did, videos did you watch the Halloween edit that I, that yeah. I that was got posted today uh, going through all that footage everyone who was shooting was shooting with a 6 or a 7 it's all so good yeah and it, it like especially the stuff uh, in the airplane like it's 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 pretty damn smooth when you're skydiving with it on your head, but man, when you're holding it, especially on a helmet, it's so fucking smooth. It's it looks ridiculously good, but uh, the people shooting in like 2.7K, 60 frames, I think that's the most usable footage for me, and it's obnoxiously good for that tiny little box. It blows my mind. I, I can't. Um, it just it just blows my mind to see what we shot years ago, and I say years ago, not just the old mini DV cameras, not the old high eight cameras, mm -hmm. but you, you made fun of me one day. You did a jump with me, and I asked you why didn't you use footage of my hand cam of you, and you're like, because it's an old GoPro and it looks like ass, and that was my GoPro HD one, and uh, I got a GoPro six right after that, and I went. Oh, my God. Yeah, the difference is crazy. This is totally off topic, but a woman called the other day to ask if we still had her Tannin video. Yeah. From 2013. Yeah, yeah. And I was shooting with one of the bigger Sony cameras because at that time it still looked better than a GoPro. And I haven't, you know, I haven't had that footage in front of my eyes consistently for a while. And I pulled up, I, I was able to find this woman's video from, from six years ago, which is surprising because we usually don't have them that far back. But, uh... So I had shot the video, so naturally I wanted to look at it and see how, how things had, had changed. And oh my God, dude, it is not even, it's not comparable at all. The, the GoPros are doing such a better job than those Sony cameras are. Man, huge shout out to GoPro. Check them out at GoPro.com. You can buy them in any of the stores. You know where to get them, guys and gals. Thank you guys so much for supporting us year after year. And Ben Nelson for being our go-between for GoPro and ourselves to get that done. The next thing they won was he won is an Aries 2 and a Protract 2. Now we've got a $400 GoPro, a $400 Protract 2, a $350 Aries 2. These were donated by our boys at LB Altimeters. And man, we've talked about these devices year after year. How do you feel about that Aries 2? Well, I have the uh, a little bit more exclusive Alpha, which <laughs> is exactly the same as an Aries 2, plus a couple of functions that I wouldn't even know how to use if you asked me to. But man, that thing's indestructible. I I don't I should I should repost that picture of my uh, Viso too yeah yeah and how destroyed it is I actually oh I pulled it out the other day and I broke out the plastic screen because it was so close to just falling out anyway and you can at least see the the numbers in there again but uh, on my uh, Aries two for the simplicity of it there uh, the the guide ring I wear it on the inside of my wrist so mm -hmm. the, the the guide ring on the riser slaps it all the time. And on the Viso 2, left all sorts of deep scratches and grooves and uh, on the... Shattered your screen. Yeah, the <laughs> screen's destroyed. Like, I wouldn't even lend it to people because it's that hard to see. But the uh, the Aries 2, there's not a single scratch on the glass. 
there are a couple nicks in the in the metal just where the nicks. exactly where the where the paint has been chipped off from the same mm-hmm. guide ring and there are actually chunks missing out of the rubber buttons from the guide ring strikes oh, too shit. but the screen is perfect Man, the Aries too, they're super indestructible. When we were at the PIA symposium, that's that's Scott Ivins trade show, we were told to demonstrate these models by tossing them up over our head behind us, letting them land on cement ground. And for five days we did that and we had zero issues and zero repercussions. The Aries two super indestructible. LB altimeters, formerly known as Larson and Bruce Guard. Y'all know them uh, primarily for their great products, but also for their great customer service. They have set the standard. So thank you to LB altimeters for always supporting myself and Mr. P, the show, and of course, Gravity Lab Film Festival. Dude, the latest and greatest helmet you've been wearing, what is that thing? That's a Cookie G4, my friend. How are you liking that it's sucker? It's really nice. You know, it's so nice that I've had a hard, a hard time jumping it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've used it primarily as a, as a tunnel helmet because it's just so quiet, so comfortable. Uh, so it's it's too pretty for me to put a camera on, and I don't want to jump without a camera. So, so I've only made a handful of jumps in it. But man, it it is really nice in the tunnel. Hank had the same issue. Hank works for the rating center, and he would not jump his new G four because it was too nice. It looked too good. It's such a beautiful helmet, and in the past, Cookie Helmets has been awesome. They have supported the film festival with 30% off of a G3. This year, Marty, Marty is in charge of events and sponsorship. He stepped it up. He donated a 100% off free G4, so Hudson, I tied him and Marty together today. He has got that brand new G4 coming out, impact-rated helmet, snag-resistant helmet. It has got the latest and greatest in technology. It is super awesome. Uh, I love these guys. I don't want to go too quick, but we do got to get these ads a little bit out of the yeah, way. Yeah, our guests are showing up any minute here, right? Yeah. Um, now, Hudson is on the Unlimited Jump Package, which makes the next prize almost worthless to him. Well, except for if you wait till January 1st. And Skydive Spaceland Houston did agree they will hold off this jump till January 1st. So January 1st, did you know what he gets from Spaceland? I believe it's eight free jumps. You got it, man. Eight free skydives from Skydive Spaceland. Over the last couple years, we've done two locations. They gave a couple jumps here, a couple jumps there. Stephen Boyd said, how many jumps did we give total? Yeah, give them all to that guy instead. So thank you to the Boyds. Thank you to Skydive Spaceland. Hudson, you get to jump for a year and eight jumps for free. (laughs) So congratulations, brother. Thank you for Spaceland. And uh, while you're jumping, you're going to be in some fresh threads. Our good friend Aaron. Attende we making those swoop shorts. Man, they are hooking it up. They are, uh, she's ordering or measuring and helping him order those new shorts. Uh, Aaron makes some super dope product. If you're here and if you're in Mexico, you may have known Attende we for years. Built jumpsuits there for 14 years. She's really developing her American market right now. Um, I got a lot of respect for what Erin's doing because she's slowly building. Because she doesn't want to be that jumpsuit manufacturer who goes, yeah, you got to wait six months to get a jumpsuit. So she's not taking a lot of orders right now. You're not hearing her name a lot right now because she wants her infrastructure to be solid so she doesn't have to be that guy or that gal. Yep, building it smart. I uh, have certainly been the person frustrated by an extremely long wait time trying to order a, a new suit, but she's uh, she's doing a really good job of uh, taking on the new workload at a pace that she can handle so she doesn't have unhappy customers. So, 
And she uh, makes really good stuff. She makes great stuff. You're going to see super solid built suits at reasonable prices. They're not going to be cheap because her suits are not cheap. They are top quality suits built at reasonable prices. You're going to get stuff like you see a lot of the other top names at prices just a bit better than them. So thank you to Aaron. Thank you to Tande Wee for donating them. And, of course, one of our favorite sponsors, they have been with us since the beginning of the show, Option Studios. They build all our jerseys. They build them for TRC, for Gravity Lab. They build them for a lot of our friends. Just like last year, a free custom jersey, one of whatever he wants done, Adam Buckner and Option Studios is going to put together and build for him. How many one-of jerseys do you have? Exactly zero. Really? What about your DJ Marvin one? The the um, Gravity Lab jersey uh, with just your name I on get, it. Yeah, no, I guess I have a couple one-ofs because I have some customized ones that have my name on it that are just my colors. So I have two, three, four that are just my colors. Nobody else has those colors or those names on it. And then probably four more that have my name on it that are customized that way. So... Shit, I got a lot of jerseys. It's pretty badass. <laughs> Man, I, but dude, when I put on like one of my Gravity Lab jerseys that I know no one else in the world has, I, I feel just a tiny bit cooler. I'm not going to lie. Dude, every time I see you in your Mr. P jersey, the pink one. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude it's good it. looking. I love it's it. Good I got to show you my closet one day with all my jerseys hanging up. It's pretty much a joke, man. Um, Velocity Sports Equipment Infinity Rigs, they have been huge supporters of us over the years. They've been great help to me. They, they've really uh, helped you out a lot. We got to talk about another project for them, by the way, a little bit sooner or later here. It's on Stop Secret. Oh, dude, it's pretty cool, man. It's about the upcoming product coming out. Uh, they gave 20% off a complete, it should say complete. I'm reading this on <laughs> Facebook. Complete. Complete. Complete container. Complete. Usually 20% off is going to be off the base price and options are not included. Blake Johnson, the boys and girls at Velocity Sports Equipment, the maker of Infinity, are giving them 20% off the entire rig. Some sexy rigs they're making. Dude, best news for, uh, 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 I was going to say Brockton. No, the best news for Hudson is he actually is at the point where he's needing a new rig. So he's super excited to get this container and ready to go. And last but not least, our good friend Cola. Cola is the owner of Blue Skies Magazine. She runs that gig. She has donated a one-year digital subscription to Hudson. You guys can check them out, Blue Skies Magazine. They still do a print subscription. You're still welcome to order that. But, man, it seems like most people look at things digitally. And, of course, Cola has answered, and you can go onto their website, blueskiesmag.com, and you can actually, uh, blueskiesmagazine.com, and you can get your digital or print subscription, whatever you want. So uh, congratulations to Hudson. Thank you to GoPro, LB Altimeters, Cookie Helmets, Skydive Spaceland Houston, Atande Wee Jumpsuits, Option Studios, Velocity Sports Equipment, and Blue Skies Magazine for making this show happen. And most of all, thank you to all the entries. Do you remember who entered the show? Who entered the film festival? Hudson. Oh, man, we got 13 names to remember right Ready? now. Hudson, DQ. Um, Scott. Scott. Star McElroy. Scott, Scott McElroy. Jeremy Carnop. Yep, Jimmy Wynn. Jimmy Wynn. Woo! Do we get Jackson? Jackson Brockwell. Patty Pilates, Patty. whatever her last name really is. Um, man, this H is hard. Hang on. Hang on. Hang oh, on. I'm going to beat you to it. I got it in a file oh, over here. Oh, you son of a bitch. See if you I'm, can I'm just it. sitting here with seven fingers up trying to, <laughs> trying to find six more names. Um, um, uh, where's the videos? I can't find them. Uh, Cody Edgeworth, Cody, Larry Hack, Larry. Kyle Lopres. Yep. We already named the rest I of was, those. I was pleasantly surprised by, by Kyle. Dude, he, he crushed it, man. Kyle Lopres was great. Uh, Logan Snoddy. Oh, your doorbell's ringing. I'm gonna go get it. Steph, 
Raimundo, and we've already named the rest. So guys and gals, thank you for uh, coming to Gravity Lab Film Festival. Thank you for being out. Tonight, we have our good friend Michael Erickson and Zach Bro, Team Schwifty, and Temptus Max 8. You also might know them from the Helotite series. Guys and gals, I hope you enjoy the show. These guys are... I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You are listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? Mr. G. Gentlemen, I'm pretty sure it's working. I'm not really positive. As long as we got bouncy, spiky things yeah, yeah, on that yeah, one yeah, computer, yes. we're good to go. Gravity seems, Lab. Seems to be happening. Gravity Zach Lab. Erickson and Michael Bro, how are you guys yeah, doing? Finally, you we remember my name. Legally changed our names <laughs> for this for this show. <laughs> That's so right. Wait, you got married to each other, divorced, and then still took the other person's name. We were gonna hyphenate, but then like it just it makes it too long whenever you're filling out DMV forms, they don't give you enough blocks. Many of the best four way teams also have married couples on them. Yeah. We're like basically Steve and Jeanette Lefkowitz. Yeah, or <laughs> you know Craig Gerard, Ileana. Greg Gerald. Yeah, Greg Gerald. Yeah. Um, Greg Gerald. Yeah. So he was on uh, Matt Davidson's podcast, and you got us. Yep. So uh, that kind of shows where we're yeah, at today, kinda, doesn't it? Shows the levels yeah. there. Giraffity Lab. Ooh, we're on Giraffity Lab, right? We're really excited. Like we've been prepping for Giraffity Lab. <laughs> I brought all these giraffe facts. Hang on. Okay, now hold that giraffe up. No, we got it on. The- Oh my God. There he is. Sorry. Yeah, you know you like So it. for those of you just listening to the show, uh, he's holding a giraffe up in his hand. Yeah. And the other gentleman has a folder full of paper. Giraffe facts. Uh, this is Giraffity Lab, right? Yes. Okay. Oh wait, no, it's dude, it says Gravity Lab. Oh, Gravity Lab. Oh, well, none of none of these are gonna work. I'll hold on to this one though. It might, uh, it might I, come in handy later. I do have a giraffe fact. Uh, the giraffe is the uh, the animal on the planet that has the highest blood pressure because its head is so far up that its heart has to perfuse the brain, and so the blood pressure has to be the highest. So there's a giraffe fact. I was actually ready for a joke, but that yeah. was pretty serious. No, that's for yeah. real. Yeah. They got halfway done. I'm like, oh, he's being legit. No, yeah. we have legit giraffe facts. Yeah. No, we decided to just play it straight this whole time. Fuck. <laughs> I wanted to make it through this without cussing. <laughs> so you just just throw out the word fuck like you have Tourette's. Well, <laughs> we wanted to get all of our jokes out of the way early, so we used them all in the car so that we could have a serious conversation yeah. with you here. Yeah. That sounds boring. Like I really like I This is going to be a terrible episode. I don't care about DJ, but I don't one. I don't want to let Nick down. Well, I have very high standards and yeah. uh very low hopes right yeah. now. So. No, you judged us from the moment you opened the door. I don't think, I mean, I was pretty impressed by those onesies. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah actually, I mean, this is what we good, wore. It's the, a good start. We wore this the whole drive here, which took, by the way, from uh, Grapevine, Texas, like Northgate of DFW, to here, five and a half hours of driving. Yep. There was a, uh, there was a cheese truck that crashed. Debris was everywhere. <laughs> The driver had taken we, a turn. Are we gonna just overlook Too that sharp glorious pun. The driver oh, had Jesus. taken a sharp turn. Yeah, no, like uh, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of it's gonna take a lot of cheddar to fix. I I heard the the uh, the driver talking to the the cop. He was this Italian guy. He was like, "It was not the good." That's the end of that one. Well, <laughs> Damn.
Don't worry, we'll bring out more. Yeah, we got more. We had five hours. We had a lot of time to talk about this stuff. And you guys already ruined it all. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's like 30 on this list. Yeah. No, we just ruined all of our like interpersonal relationships with friends and family. Oh, that's happened years ago. Yeah. So guys and gals, they're not just the worst comedians in the world. <laughs> they don't have just the best dad jokes ever. We're equally bad skydivers. <laughs> they're equally yeah. bad skydivers. You guys are on a team called Get Swifty, four-way team, right? Wee-wee. And of course, your videographer is Asian, which I find completely racist. Jimmy, Jimmy, Changa. Jimmy Changa. Yeah, let's get the Asian guy and put a camera in his hand. What the fuck? He I likes mean, to look. He, yeah. He likes to rook. <laughs> he likes to rook. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And his name is is Peter Quant. Jimmy no, Changa. Quant. He, Jimmy he Quant. Changa. He Quant. Yeah. The Quant and only? Ooh. The, uh, yes. The Quanomenon. <laughs> yeah. Peter Quanobi. I can't say Obi Wan Quanobi. Peter Wan Quanobi. Thank you. Thank you, Obi. You actually look like Quanobi from behind with that little black yeah. brown robe you have on. Yeah. You guys are also on a team, Tempest Max 8. Tempest Max 8. Tempest Max 8. And you guys won bronze in Intermediate 8 way this year, but that is not the most impressive thing that Tempest Max 8 has done. Oh, no. Mr. P, do you know the most impressive thing Tempest Max 8 has done? Uh, no, you're going to have to fill me in. This fucking photo. Pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, my All right. God. So yeah, I, show that. I yeah. definitely. Uh, I saw a post on Reddit or something of these six Asian ladies. Who are you on Reddit? Uh, chirping from the bench. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. And yeah. It's good shit. It's pretty good. And so um, saw this this uh, picture of these uh, ladies doing this. And I was like, we we had a lot of weather at the beginning of our training season <coughs> and the middle of our training season. And the end of our training season. And um, anyway, we had a bunch of time on the ground. And so uh, I was like, hey, let's see if we can engineer this. And Michael was actually, uh, Michael and Lacey were a big part of um, figuring out how we could adapt it for um, nine people because there are nine people on an eight. There's weekend. some really sharp angles you got to get just right. Yeah. And um, anyway, it worked out because, um, yeah, we got to uh, do How it would you describe podium. this picture, though? For, for people who are just listening to this later, how, how would you describe what's happening Ooh. in this photo? Ooh. This is hands and arms outstretched in a way that creates several triangles but when it's, interconnected. It's, it's kind of like a six-pointed star. Right? Yeah. I would say that this is the moment when nine people let the least significant metal at nationals go to their heads. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what Displaying I was Displaying this on stage was better than having yeah. a medal around my neck in that moment it, because this got more cheers. It felt good mm. that we, honestly, like the whole nationals thing, it felt so good that we were able to hold it together for all 10 rounds. Because yeah, like a, We had a very strong performance that we yeah, were proud of. Yeah, like, you know, there. in eight-way, uh, in intermediate eight-way, being able to throw the, the exit out is is like clutch. Like that's the most important thing because your skydive starting like 10 seconds earlier than everybody else. You win points on the hill. And um, yeah. Staying calm, playing our team speed. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we just, everybody kind of like, we could feel it building. And um, yeah, right before, the day before nationals, we did two warm up jumps. And um, I was, uh, I was point, which in eight way point is the person on the outside of the plane all the way at the front. And um, I am setting up like I always do, and I'm out there, and all of a sudden I feel someone reach through my arm, which is not supposed to happen. Like, so in the setup, someone pinned me to the guy behind me's leg. And like, so I had, I already knew this is going to go real bad. But nobody else on the team knew that because like there was no way to communicate it because I only had one hand on the plane and I'm taking all the wind. And like if I, if I do something, if I try to adjust, I'm just going to fall off the plane. 
And so we went and like the whole thing fo- folded in half and like we hadn't had an exit like that in 30 jumps or so. And so it was kind of, I think it was a good thing for us in the yeah. long run. Though. Kept us uh, super humble. When you're coming off and it feels like it's sailing, but then suddenly you just get bull whipped into uh, an exploded, an explosion of formation, you know, something didn't work right. Yeah. So I think that that was good because it served to um, remind us all, like, don't take anything for granted. Your wife claims that it was not her. Is that true? No, it, it was, was not, not her. her. No. <laughs> it I'm sounds not. like somebody who's guilty, though, when yeah, she immediately exactly volunteers. That no, wasn't me. No. Was it? She's a saint. And by the way, Michael, how are you posting on Facebook right now? It I was thought Doug you were Fike. his wife. It was Doug oh. Fike. <laughs> He's my work wife, but I don't work with him. I, I get really confused to who you're actually married to because Lacey, a wonderful, wonderful lady. She's nice. Absolutely. She's nice. But I thought Michael was your lady. Like, Michael's nice, but Lacey's nice. The problem is now when I go over to their home, there is stuff on my bed. He has a in, bed in, in my house. room. Yeah. There's a bunch of laundry on there right now, and he's, it's, he's like real unhappy yeah, about pretty it. Unhappy. Yeah, I was throwing a tantrum earlier. Lacey's like, take a hint, buddy. Yeah, do the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hint, buddy. If you're gonna stay here, you got to do some chores and earn yeah. your keep. Come Mr. on, man, you got to pull your weight. It's important. Yeah, That's right. So you guys actually start skydiving in Dallas. When did you start jumping, Michael? June 2013. I made my first tandem in 2009. Um, and then I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to go into debt for it. So I wanted to get my graduate school loans paid off first. So I did that. And then I came back and made another tandem in 2015. And, uh, that's when I, that's when I really started jumping. You both started at Skydive Dallas? Yes. And what do you do for work? I put people to sleep in the operating room. You're an anesthesiologist. I'm, I'm a nurse anesthetist. Nurse anesthetist. Yeah, there is, there is no, th- yeah, yeah. You have a good... We do the same thing. Yeah. You have all the good drugs, though. Yes. I, I I definitely give people a lot of fentanyl and ketamine. Man, can we be friends? Uh, we. Wait, I what, thought we were friends. What killed Michael Jackson? Propofol. Propofol. Yeah, his problem was that he was <laughs> using a lot of propofol and was not being monitored. And do you, so, do you like, think had it was he had his fault or the doctor's propofol? Oh, fault? I mean, it it was <laughs> no. I mean, it was it was like, it was definitely a, a collaboration between them. But you know, he was paying that cardiologist one hundred and eighty thousand dollars a month. Holy shit! Yeah, I thought you were going to say a year, and I was still no, going to be shocked. No, one hundred eighty thousand less than one point two million. Yeah, and it was basically right. like, get me whatever I want. And the guy was like, Yeah, who's going to say no to Michael Jackson? Yeah, especially well, cer- Michael Jackson and that much money. Certainly not all those kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, do you know <laughs> what uh, Kmart and Michael, Jackson? Michael Jackson's house have in common? They both have. Little boy's pants half off. hi oh. How do you know it's Michael Jackson's bedtime? The little hand touches the big <laughs> hand. Oh. That's pretty good. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Nice. Speaking of... Um, <laughs> This is terrible. I would never have agreed to be on something like this show if I knew. But yet, you <laughs> talked about Mickey Mouse earlier today. No, I. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we did know you just went to Disney World. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Had a good time, man. I'm yeah. actually wearing my Disney hat. How good of a time did you have, dude? I came back with a lightsaber. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm done right there. Great. Time. You have a, you have enough like facial hair that I'm pretty sure Mickey wasn't interested in you. Dude, Goofy touched me in some weird places though. Yep. It got real Ooh. Goofy. <laughs> Don't no. tell your parents, huh? <laughs> They'll never believe you anyway. They'll never believe you, huh? <laughs> it was definitely magical, but not in the way they advertised. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you have to. It. Yeah, you have to be like four. I'm trying not to remember to it. I cried myself to sleep the other night. It was horrible. Yeah, but don't you do that every night? <sighs> yes. You, you spy on me. So you guys started jumping in 2013, 2015. Started at Dallas. You both started basically with AFF. Yes. And at some point, you start getting into four-way. When was your first team experience? <coughs> Zach? Mm, well, mine was... I did some tunnel, like the kicker stuff, which was a lot of fun. Kicker stuff? Yeah, uh, uh, tunnel kickers. Uh, uh, I, don't, I guess iFly. iFly makes it available to do this stuff, but at the time it was um, Dallas 350 that was running it, which I don't know if you know this, but their n- team name is 350 because that's their win limit. <laughs> and um, we've seen them make some real, fa- real, real high wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like I just enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed having a, a, a goal for each skydive. And so um, Amy, the amazing Amy Haas, uh, did a four way for a day at one point. And um, Gary was a part of it. And like Gary's shoulder was hurting him and he had to he had to sit down and I got invited uh, to make a few jumps uh, with that, and that's kind of what hooked me. Like, I get to jump repeatedly with the same group of people and work on individual skills, and like every skydive has a point, and I'm just a goal-driven individual. I understand that that's not what skydiving is for everybody, but I really, uh, really latched onto it. Michael, what got you started? Yeah, I had about a hundred jumps at the time, and Amy Hunter came up to me one day and she said, we're going to start a team, a Red four-way head, right? team. Yeah, okay, Redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, do you want to join that team? I said, well, well, yeah, knowing absolutely nothing about four-way. She said, we're going to be competitive. We're going to go to nationals. I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll learn something. And uh, it was just a real interesting, good learning experience because I realized, like, like Zach, I liked making jumps where I was constantly progressing and learning something. And we had uh, we had a lot of fun a few seasons as crackers, beans, and rice. That I was going to say, please remind me the team name because I knew it was something goofy. So it was Quan. Yeah, Peter on the rice. video. He's the rice. He's the rice. Granaldo was on it, right? Donaldo Granada. Yeah, Gren- yep. Yep, and Rodrigo Fano. Re- which they're the same person. Yeah. Tall Naldo and Short Rigo. Yeah. <laughs> So, <coughs> excuse me, one of the things we've talked about in the past is doing teams and being on teams. You don't necessarily have to have the goal to compete. You don't have to jump with the same people over and over again. You don't have to call yourself, well, not jump with that. You don't have to uh, call yourself a team to jump with the same people over and over again. I think you both said that the biggest value of being on a team was getting to progress and being better. Oh, the consistency of jumping with the same person is so valuable because you stop worrying about levels all the time. You know what the fall rate's going to be. You know what to expect from people, or, or you learn that over time. And then you can really start focusing more on the intricacies of making the jump successful and improving your own personal body flight when you're not worrying about how the rest of the jump is going and everything that's happening around you. Consistency on a skydive is such a huge thing. And, and, there, there are an example of, of guys who don't 
do a team, but they fly together all the time here in Houston. Logan, Snotty, and Juan Diego, JD, those boys fly together nonstop. They call themselves team kids, and they're not really a team as much as they're homies who jump together. I think it's proof that value of not worrying about levels, not worrying about those other things. And also, I don't think you mentioned, you know what each other's thinking. You know how each other thinks. You can anticipate, like, hey, I look at him thinking this way. I see what he's doing. I'm used to, you mentioned on the eight-way, I'm used to the setup feeling this way, and I feel something different. So I know there's going to be a change. Again, I just want to emphasize to people, you don't have to be on a team to fly with the same people over and over again. No, but you should be on a team. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Like, it is a lot of fun. So I'm I'm point on Get Swifty, and Zach is tail. So we spend a lot of time looking at each other longingly longingly just waiting for those and then you skydive together between us yeah, yeah i mean this is mostly on exit yeah and being able to read his facial expressions and understand what he's thinking like we'll just look and something like nice that nice. was really good yeah. like, you, like you know when it clicks yeah you do uh i in fact uh, I think I've been on 100% of your free fly skydives, too. Oh, those are I super spicy. I really <laughs> should have sent Nick uh, uh, the file from that jump so that we could play it because that is one of the most fun jumps I've ever made. That would have also been one of the jumps that I looked coolest on because tell them what your parents think about our team. All right, so um, whenever I got home from Nationals, my, my mom came it up uh, to Dallas from South Louisiana. Um, shout out to Katie and I. <coughs> And um, she watched the house, watched the dogs. It was so wonderful. Thank you, Mom. And uh, I was like, hey, okay, like I know that you don't want to watch a bunch of skydiving videos, but like, do you mind if I show you a little bit of what Nationals was all about? And so I showed him like a couple of our four, I showed him probably a four-way jump and they were like, all right. And then I showed him an eight-way jump and they were like, all right, but slower. And then I like, I showed him a crew jump and they were like, whoa, uh, this looks really dangerous. And I was like, same (laughs) <laughs> and then I showed him a like a wingsuit, like an acrobatics jump. And my mom was like, this looks really hard. And I was like, yeah, it is. And then I showed him like a Hayabusa video and they were like, yeah, these guys are way better than you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they are. And then I showed her uh, SDC Core's best round. And my mom was like, why don't you do this? Like, this is... <laughs> did she really say this? Yeah, she, she did. She, I mean, my mom doesn't know, you know anything other than like I'm a skydiver. And... um she was like, this is really, really cool. You should do this instead. And um, I was like, so you pretty much feel the way everybody else does, Mom. Like, this is way cooler. This is so that cool. is our goal. Yeah. And what happened when you showed her his free fly video? Um, oh, we I, haven't gotten there she yet. Wouldn't, <laughs> she would not have known that it was the same thing that SDC Corp is doing. <laughs> Actually, I, did, I also showed them an artistic video. I showed them... Um, like a good artistic round, and then um, you should go on OmniScore uh, if you're out there listening, and you should watch um, the team that came in last in artistic. Artistic three-way or artistic freestyle? Artistic freestyle. Okay. And watch their last round, which was like, it was their lowest score. Basically, um, it was Trunk and Julie, yeah. and they switched places. And he oh, flew no the, shit. He flew the round, and... Um, yeah, it was Trunk and Julie. He flew the round and she videoed him and it was hysterical. And he like dressed up like her and tried to like do the splits and stuff. And um, it made me laugh out loud. I, I watched a lot of Nationals. Yeah. I, did, I yeah. missed that one. I'm so that glad you brought to my that attention. That one's really, really good. I also, also, Tenway. 
Oh yeah, the ten way. Oh yeah, the ten way stuff. Was the very exciting. Ten way videos this year were like the best ones ever. Like the stuff, the judges' choice stuff that people did was great. Uh, the um, the crew was a lot of fun because like you know how if like something spicy happens on a four way jump, like you kind of have to go p- hunting for it. On the crew, go to any jump that got like two points, and you'll see a wrap. Yeah, yeah, it gets spicy. Yeah, quick. it was pretty great. For those who don't know, the reason the 10 ways are so epic is because in 10 way, there's one point to accomplish the entire skydive. Yeah. And the skydive's over. Yeah. And these people are getting them done super quickly. So you've got 20, 30, 40 seconds of time to waste. So what do they do? They do something silly in free fall. Something to impress the judges. Yes. Well, yes. Judges the love team it. I'm, I'm looking for, it's so hilarious. Am I, have I found the right team at least? No, I don't think it's so hilarious because it's so hilarious is uh, somebody else. They're yeah. Do, they're doing pretty all right. You know what Trunk looks like, right? I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought I that I had uh, had seen him. Here, in, I can. Uh, um, I know. I know right where it is. This, this should be my job to hey, find it. What holds <laughs> a frog together? What rivets? Rivets. Oh. <laughs> what is? Oh, uh, since it's almost Halloween, what does a vegan zombie eat? What grains? <laughs> grains. I took me a second on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, they eat brains. Yeah. Hey, dumb them down for DJ. Okay. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Slow I appreciate that. Um. Now I'm super curious. Like I, I, I want to move on, but I'm now too busy want to see, wanting to see trunk in tights. Okay, uh, it is uh, 2019, and then it's freestyle skydiving. Yep. Their team 5004. There's always next year. Yes. And it is round seven, the 0.8. Gosh, I do not see that team up here. Maybe, maybe I'm looking in the wrong competition. Oh, you should double check what event you're on. Let's see, 2019, 2019 national national skydiving and parachuting okay, here championships. Here we go, yeah. freestyle. freestyle. There's always skydiving. next year. Yeah, here we are, last round. Yeah, that, that's the one. All right. Let me put this up now. On yeah, the stream. I got to see this. Uh, it's uh, sorry if you're just watching this or no. listening to this on okay. the podcast. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he looks good. He looks oh, good. He looks nice in those tights. <laughs> yeah. Killer front flip. Yeah. He's like it's so not, funny because not like, so much hip flexibility. No. They got the sunset going for him. That's good. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, what do you how call? Would you, how would you describe these tights? Um, other than far away right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hella tight. Hella <laughs> tight. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> half this room is into wearing tights. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, do you wear tights? I'm no. I'm wearing some like athletic. Pants I have right a pair now, of tights. I have a pair of tights to wear at this uh, event that we're in town for. That's going to make a lot of people really uncomfortable. Cause Zach and Nick, you haven't worn tights in quite a while, but Nick would do good at freestyle with his tights. <laughs> yeah. I've got some Blue Skies magazine tights that are also hella tight. Hella tight. Hey, what do you tight. what do you call a Jewish lizard? What a salamander! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, the Pope walks into a mosque, and the Imam says, "Why the wrong faith?" <laughs> <laughs> Gutting. How, dude? You have an incredible memory to have all of this bullshit stored in your brain. I admire that. Yeah, you got to tell clean jokes in the operating room. Well, that and all you you have like one of the best professions in the medical field because you actually just to put your patients to sleep like hey there's my patient go away thank you yes i thought you were gonna say that he uses the jokes to put them to sleep. actually Ooh. i had uh i had somebody the other day that was like um how are you gonna put me to sleep and i said um well i can either knock you out with gas or i can use a boat paddle it was an ether or situation <laughs> 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 I hate you. Now we're getting I'm comfortable. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> we're getting oh real comfortable. God. All right. This is wonderful. 
<laughs> so you guys both started with teams uh, early on. 100 jumps. How many jumps mm, did you? I don't know. Two, 250, somewhere around there. And, and crackers, beans, and rice. I remember that yeah. team. I remember that start. Eventually, the very next year, you decided to continue on with teams? Yeah. No. no. Oh, no. No, you, you took a year off. Th- that's right. uh, Amy got hurt. Right. A- Amy got hurt and towards the mid to end of our third season as Crackers, Beans, and Rice. We went to Nationals twice. That, that season actually was one of the most fun <laughs> Nationals that I had. Uh, it was terrible that Amy couldn't make it, but it was about a week out before Nationals, and a team picked up the phone, and they had had someone drop out, or they they needed to pick someone up. And so they're just like, hey, you want to go? fly some four-way. I was like, absolutely. You already had the dates off. Yeah, fly some no-pressure four-way where you get to go have fun with your friends. Nationals is like a fantastic boogie where you're going to make great skydives and you get to see some of the best skydivers in the world, like (laughs) all participating in the same event. So it's just so much fun. Load one, load one of my first nationals. I sat down right next to Nicholas Himlin of of Arizona Airspeed, and uh, I told him what a cool experience this was. This is my first nationals. This is my first load, and you know what he did? He kissed his hand, and then he pressed it on my helmet, <laughs> and I have not washed the helmet since. I can. I, I've known Nick for quite a while. I actually yeah. knew him in, uh, as fast tracks years ago. When yeah, jumped, they used to train with my old drop zone. And I could picture him doing that, but more importantly, I could picture the words in his brain of going like, you're so precious. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, bless your heart. No, I was super precious. <laughs> that is awesome, man. I have some great stories about Nicholas. Unfortunately, none of them I can share publicly. That's okay. Oh, dude, he has got some, he's a hilarious guy. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, very talented. Very, one, yeah, he, he's worked very hard to be where he is. Dude, he has, he has hustled. He, is, he has done a lot and worked out really, really hard. He's put a lot of effort into being part of Arizona Airspeed and Recently, Airspeed XP8. Did you see that announcement? Yes. Yes. That was super cool. You look lost. Yeah, I don't know that I've. Yes. Steven Jeanette. Steven Jeanette uh, are no longer on Ah. XP8, and uh, it is melding with Airspeed. So, Nicholas. To go to Worlds. That'll be a powerhouse. Davidson. And who is the other one who came over from Airspeed to be the third? Mm. I can't remember. Probably a white guy. It was for sure a white guy. Hundred percent guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could you could say white guy, and ninety nine percent of the sport is now covered. Yeah. You have Peter Kwan and the black guy over there. Those are the other two people who skydive. Yeah. The Chinese are taking over though. There. Yeah. Oh, a lot of Korean people too. Yeah, man. I'm, I am scared of the Chinese and freestyle. Shout out to Peter Kwan, uh, <laughs> South Korea, best Korea. Well, wait a minute. What am I missing here? No, he always says that. <laughs> okay. Okay. It, it's one. I, being around you guys, I, I enjoy you guys. I always enjoy being around you guys, but there's always... We have a lot of in-jokes. A lot of inside jokes that we missed. We and brought I, Doug. So Doug Fike joined. Uh, D- Donaldo Grajeda was un, was unable to come to Nationals this year. And so Doug Fike, we no prepped four-way this year. We had not made any jumps together, and um, uh, which was pretty cool that um, we still were like relatively competitive because we, we did not train at all. And um, Doug Fike flew with us and um we like doug was part of our posse and so every morning on the way to the drop zone yeah we would teach him another like in joke joke. that we had or we would we actually kind of turned him into a millennial like we broke him a little bit and uh like we got him saying things like same also same like 
same but different. Yeah, nice. Like we taught him a lot of like stuff that the kids are saying these days, because you know we're like that. And we're so young. Yeah, and you, you yeah, have him out yeah. there saying "Go ham." Yes. Yeah, that, that would be so great to watch Doug walk up and say, "Hey guys, let's go ham." Yeah, Come out to the drop zone. He would do it this weekend. Yeah, he 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 might do it. But yeah, anyway, um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but. You made him a millennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What no prep four way. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. One of my favorite parts of what you guys do. It, we'll get back to some of the things. Is you bring up Doug, and it reminds me of the Helotype video series. Yeah. First of all, people have complained the Helotype videos are too long. They and say it's they too can long. Go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah. one specific person. Yeah. I hope she's watching. Yeah. I hope she's uh, whoever watching. you are, you're <laughs> yeah. a wonderful human being. Hey, you're no, a wonderful no, lady. No, she fuck yourself. She started watching, but she's turned it off Shops because this has gone long. too long. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Veronica, tag your friend. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was Kat, right? Kat yeah, Molman. Kat Molman. Yeah. yeah. But Veronica will tag her. Yeah, suppose. she will. I love. Okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, I seen them tagging. Yeah. Um, man, the hella tight videos are, are hella tight. Yeah. Uh, they're awesome. And the fact that you got Doug involved with them and yeah. watching him like brick so, a dunk. Yeah, making. Okay, so, so whenever so we were <laughs> like, we like to say that we, um, that we no prep those, but we usually block them out for about prep. 90 minutes yeah. before we shoot one. And uh, and actually trim it down quite a bit. And um, anyway, yeah, we were like, oh yeah, Doug, you're gonna have to dunk and do this rims at like four and eye a half level, feet. yeah, which is above his head. Yes, and he um, he bricked the dunk, and it was hilarious. Arms length away. However, completely incapable. He was sinking like putts, fifteen foot putts. He never missed one. And we were like, Doug, do you play golf? And he was like, No. He's an old white yeah. man. He yeah. can't duck, but he can yeah. play he golf. Can that play is true, right? Yeah, it's natural. Yeah. So he actually that that dunk brick was an accident. Yes, I thought that was completely. Yeah. I thought that was like part of the gig. No, and no. Then, he was actually getting pretty consistent in practice, and then real time choked. Yeah. yeah, and then and then um, my favorite thing that came out of the nationals video from this year uh, was our tips for uh, tips for camera. Uh, one charger camera. Two, charge your team. Three, make, make that, that money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the you know re- what's up. I know. I love the remake of that video because you guys just run through tic-tac-toe ceiling yeah. and you just Yeah, the Hayabusa, the Hayabusa version. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was a good time. So, I mean, guys, gals, if, if you don't know anything about Get Swifty, know that you need to find their team page. Yeah. You need to look at these teletype videos. You're going to find the most outlets in a room ever possible. That's and the most true. Odd true. Possible fucking Only if you have like a good sense of humor and you want to laugh. If, if you're if not, not, if you're generally a bad leave. person, then don't go looking for yeah. it. And realize if we say a good sense of humor, you've got to like stupid humor. You got to like stupid senses of humor. I like to think what we do is pretty highbrow, actually. Um, there's a lot of intellect behind it. Like the jokes are surface level. Anyone can get them. Yeah. But then there's layers. Yeah, like you, you're, you'll be it's sitting like you'll yeah. be sitting on the toilet later and you'll think of something we said and then you'll laugh. Actually, I watch your videos on the toilet. Uh, that is where I take it. So That's where we make most of them. Yeah. I'm now scared. Man, I should have tandem. We have tandem toilets at our house. What the fuck is tandem <laughs> toilet? Do you like strap up to each other to go poop? Is this what we're talking about? I don't even about? know. It's, dignify it's, this it's one one in front of the other, like I but both like fa- it, both it, facing the same direction, both facing the same way. Yeah, See, like I was imagining, you would just go back to back. They're not like kind of like if yeah. you s- didn't straddle the toilet, but your your backs were like the the. No, there's a tank between us, like because it's Does like this really exists. Two toilets. I would be so happy if this was real. Do you know what a plumber would say if you asked him to do that? <laughs> Are you shitting me? They'd be like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's like probably against code. 
I think they need to make one. In fact, I'm going to Google it. Hashtag hey. tandem toilet. Oh my God. I just took a sip of hot tea when that all started happening. I just had a hard time not spitting that all over Michael. Um, uh, hey, did why did why did the big bird feel left out? Why? Because it was ostrich sized. Oh my God. <laughs> I really try to think of the answer and immediately can't get there and you, have to get You give guys up. see this tandem toilet up here? It's two toilets, one one seat. Oh, you guys could get down on some of that. Yeah. Like but you'd have to this interlock your intimate. legs. That's all right. This, this it would be like friendly. um that's a that's an exit, right? Like uh where you put your legs together. Yeah, it's, it's a, a horny, horny, gorilla, horny gorilla, but on a tandem toilet. As you as you use the toilet, you have to beat your chest. <laughs> <laughs> what did the Mexicans say when the house fell on them? Get off me, Holmes. Oh, oh man. I thought it was good. Uh, I loved it. I love it. What are you looking at your watch for? Oh, man, because my dad just had eye surgery, and he is experiencing a pretty significant uh, uh, complication. Do you need to go call it for real? No. To, okay. No, I mean, there's nothing I can do from here. That sucks. Okay. Yeah. I, I really am, like, shout waiting out. for a joke. No, that's for okay. real. <laughs> yeah, no, shout out to UP. I, we have a dog, uh, like Lacey and I have a dog named Daisy. She's an Irish setter. She's beautiful. She doesn't have any eyes. Uh, she got a condition called uveitis about eight years ago, which is apparently pretty common in horses. And so she went blind. And even after she went blind, um, she had a lot of pain in her eyes. And um, so uh, the only solution was to take her eyes out. And so she, we took her eyes out and like she's she's just the happiest, friendliest dog. And so my dad just had she like... she doesn't have to look at you. Probably. Yeah. And so... Um, she anyway my dad just had this like pretty pretty big eye surgery and um he came out and he's got like a patch over his eye and stuff for a few weeks and i told him that he was halfway to being like daisy and that <laughs> cheered him up a little bit he's the happiest dog in the world <laughs> yeah so you took a t- you took a little bit of time off teams you started your team work at about 250ish jumps yeah and did you go straight? Like, what what is the next step? What's the next progression to you guys? So I wanted to maximize my learning. So um, I did a player coach team my first season, and uh, that was Dallas Interspediate, and uh, that was uh, that was Scott Latness initially, and then Lucas King, and uh, it was, and then uh, Jennifer Oliver, and then Lacey and myself, and uh, Al Levy was our videographer and um, we took that to nationals and did just so great. We peaked at nationals, which is really all you can hope for. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did an 11 and a half average, which uh, is nothing to uh, shake a stick at and um, came in fifth uh, in Paris. And that was a really great experience. And um, then the following year, we started up with Get Swifty. Yeah. Get Swifty after that. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty great. We did a season where we trained, and then we did a season where we didn't train. And that's where I am now. And you took a year off. That year that I took off was their interspediate year. Okay. Yeah. And that was my pickup nationals year. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm on the Get Swifty Facebook page trying to find videos of you guys flying. Oh, no, it's all. Oh, they're but, not there. Uh, no, they they don't, yeah. they're not there. It's pretty much all just, yeah. Shenanigans. Ma- making, oh, yeah. making the ad here's, for this. Here's a video called Pass the Peter. Oh yeah. oh yeah. So so th- this is our first Get Swifty se- or this is the only Get Swifty season that we um that we trained. And so at the end of every day of training cuz we would only do one day weekends like we weren't super serious about it and um we would do a fun jump at the end of the day. And this day uh we we passed Peter around. So it was like grab him and then spin him 
and he's real scared <laughs> and then like give him to someone else. He's like, oh my god, people are touching me. Yeah, he, do, he doesn't like, touch me. Scared he, Asian arms. Yeah, right he now. didn't own. He didn't own a belly suit, so he's wearing my belly suit there. He looks like he's trying to figure out where his camera wings are. He's also <laughs> he's also wearing that like heavy camera helmet, and we're like, buddy, you don't got to wear that one. But he had to. I, I yeah. don't think an Asian can be without his cameras. He's You're probably gotta, right. Code of the Asian. See the video. Yeah, there. he kind of looks like um Johnny Five with that camera helmet on. Johnny Five alive. Yeah. I kept up with you there. Um, so Those are deep cuts. Your 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 wife skydives. Yes. You guys jumped together in Interspediate. Yes. Did you guys meet through Interspediate? No. You guys were a couple when you went to Interspediate. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we met. Um, we like we met once at the drop zone. Um, we were actually on the airplane, the, the Otter, together once, and um, the winds hit like thirty two or something crazy, and. Um, 350 jumped and then everybody else <laughs> wrote it down what and about her stepsister i <laughs> don't know and then everybody else wrote it down and like that was my first that was my first ever uh like memory of lacy and then um oh man i'm gonna tell a story that's gonna make me sound as bad as i am um and uh Anyway, like, yeah, we kind of had incidental contact uh, at that point. You know, like, we, we knew of each other. Like, we knew of each other on social media and You've stuff. You've been stalking her? No, not really. Because, like, you know, she was she was just some skydiver. And I was just some sky, skydiver or whatever. And then um, one day at the tunnel, she was talking to, like, uh, I think Debbie Swenson. And was like, oh, that guy over there, he's kind of cute. Like, blah, blah, blah. And um, she was talking about me, by the way. <laughs> and um, then she, she like I, I had a green suit back then, and um, she walked over to me, and like I had my hair pulled back in a buff, and she was like, "Hey, um, you you look, you kind of look like an elf," <laughs> and like I thought, like I thought she was messing with me. I was really self conscious about this green suit. Like I ordered it before I knew anything. Like yeah, everybody orders a black suit with red grippers. Like in Dallas, like that's that's standard issue. And so, like, I felt like I was like, oh, I'm like Gumby. People are making fun of me, whatever. And so this girl walks up to me and tells me that I'm like a keyboard elf. And so I was like, I did the one thing you're not supposed to do to a short person. I got down and put my hands on my knees and I went, who looks like an elf? (laughs) (laughs) And I totally (laughs) forgot that I had done this. And then, like, we actually started (laughs) talking to each other at, like, a a skating rink one night for, like, like the group of skydivers would go to the skating rink. And, like, she was like, oh, this guy. Like, she kind of wanted to get away from me, but, like, I could skate real fast. So I'd, I'd be like, hey, oh, yeah, okay. So I just kept up with her. And um, she was moving to Italy whenever I, like, started chatting her up. And um, she, I don't know if you know this about Lacey, but uh, she is, like, an Italian person. Um, she has lived in Italy. She studied there. Um, she's fluent in <coughs> Italian. She makes the best Italian food. And Coming um, to your house for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping uh, in Michael's bed. I've got the Cajun covered. She's got the Italian You'll have to move covered. all the clothes. It's pretty <laughs> legit. <laughs> hi <laughs> And uh, anyway, yeah, like uh, she was moving to Italy and like I, we were chatting and chatting and she came over to the house for lunch once and I cooked this big lunch. And um, I, at the end of lunch, I was like, w- would you please go on a date with me? And she was like, oh, absolutely not. And I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? No. And she was like, no, like I'm moving to Italy. Like I've sold all of my worldly goods. Uh, I, um, I'm i not interested in trying to meet anybody right now. Like I have a visa, like I'm moving to Italy in one month. I'm going there to like te- 
teach English. And I was, I was stunned. Like I was floored. And, um, anyway, like she was like, all right, like a couple of days later, she was like, all right, I'll go on a date with you. And, um, went on a date with me. It went great. Like a couple of weeks later, like I'm like, we're coming, we're coming up on, like we'd seen each other like every day at that point. We are coming up on, uh, on like a month and I, oh man, I was so worried. And I'm like, are you going to miss me? She says, I'm going to miss you. What do you mean? Am I going to miss you? I said, like, whenever you move to Italy, are you going to miss me? She looked at me and she said, oh honey, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, what's greater than Italy? Zach bro. No, now she's like, I could be in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So here's the one thing I've learned tonight on this show. Next time I'm up in Dallas, I'm having pasta at your place. Yeah. And Nick's going to hate this. Call it noodles. And play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Call it, you got to call it noodles. It'll make Lacey real mad. (laughs) And then I'll tell her, yo, I want some noodles. And where's the bathroom, Lacey? I need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Shout out to Lacey. Are you going to take a bath? (laughs) Yes, I am. And eat my noodles. So there is a shower in there. You can definitely eat your noodles that. in the bath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, our water gets real hot. You could probably cook it in there. <laughs> in, the, in the toilet. <laughs> the tandem toilet. Hashtag Complete tandem toilet. Random facts. Yeah. Man, I feel like with all the toilet humor, we have to ask the wipe question, but we won't go there this time. I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> You've been thinking about it, haven't you? No, but you brought no, it up. No. So you did Interspeed it one year. Yeah. You took a year off. What prompted and what brought together the idea of Get Swifty? Oh, dude, we're best friends. Yeah, we, we really wa- we wanted to put together a team where we would enjoy yeah. jumping with each other. Yeah. Because their season had been so, so stressful. Serious. Yeah, it had been, it'd been a lot of you know intense training. And I had taken the year off and I, I was ready to do something where I would certainly learn, but then also something that was just going to be a good time. And that makes most of what makes a team work. Sometimes. Yeah. So, so like Lacey and I, um, we were sitting around batting this idea around and, um, finally we, we decided that we wanted to, we felt strongly enough about it that we're going to reach out to everybody. So we actually got on a conference call with the three of them to at like, uh, Donaldo, uh, Michael and Peter. They said, guys, we have some big news. Yeah. Like we, we were like, we have some big news and they all thought they all Lacey thought that pregnant. Lacey was pregnant. And uh, we were like, all right, are you ready? And then one of them was just like, oh, you're pregnant. And we were like, what? No, we want to <laughs> be on a team, team with you. Like, and then and then they were all like, oh, God, that's such better news <laughs> than we were expecting. And obviously everybody said yes right away. Uh, yes. And uh, how, how did team training go that first year? What, did you, what were your goals? What were your commitments? What did you do? Kind of get up to oh, the same yeah. speed. Kind of get up to the same speed. Like, because... The other three had their team experience was different than than Lacey and I only had that like Lacey had done a season before Lacey did a season back in like 2015 or 2014 or 2015 with uh, Karen Effenbuilder, uh, Handsome Dave Isley and um, Mindy Wilkin. And um, it was it was kind of like a, a it was a pretty light season. Like I think when Lacey started team jumping, she had like fifty one jumps or something mm-hmm. like that. She went to nationals with under a hundred jumps. Had to get her B license so that she could compete at nationals. And um, then she and I learned a lot on that player coach team. And so it was just kind of like getting getting us all on the same page. Uh, you know, we had never done blocks together. Like the the funniest thing was that we did uh, what eight teens in opposite ways, and yeah. so we had to 
figure out what block technique we were even yeah. using for yeah, yeah. for different points. It worked out because like the 18, they call it the money block because teams probably spend the most money of, of any formation on that 18. What's an 18? Uh, it is a f- photon photon, yeah. I think. I don't know. No. Uh, nobody knows the names of these It looks things. like two pins together it's and it's way? got some grips yes. across it and then they spin into each other. Yeah. And I, I can and picture that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like uh but yeah, by the end of the season we had we probably had the we had the I'm gonna go ahead and say it, we had the best eighteen and in intermediate. It was really oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, we um we just wanted to have a good time. Like I mean you heard you heard uh, me say that, like we did a oh yeah, nice. We did a um we did a fun jump at the end of every training day. Like we did a tracking jump once, we did the past the Peter thing. Um what were some other things that we did? I don't know. Like, but yeah, like we we made it a point to always have fun. Uh, and you know, we still did the like we're gonna pass the rock at the end of the day. And you know, it's not that we didn't get on each other's nerves, but uh, all in all, and then nationals. Oh man, we had a blast at nationals. Some of the best things about nationals are even the things that happen uh, outside of all the competition for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. In Paris. We, we went to we went to Temecula yeah, to wine, wine tasting. We we all we always joke that we're trying to um we're trying to um, get Peter into really white things. turn Peter into a white yeah. person. Like I mean, he already skydives, so he's like most of the way there. Hey, but go, like going to a winery, winery you'll never be one of us. Yeah, winery. Uh, you top either. Golf. A lot of escape rooms. Top golf. We've taken him to the tunnel. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Like we've we've we're pushing him pretty hard. His mom doesn't even recognize him. No. <laughs> No, my guess because we all look alike. That's why she doesn't recognize him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can't laugh because it's racist. I can say it because it's not. Yeah. Have you seen the video Ninja Say What? No. 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 It, it is a phenomenal video. We can't show it because it's a YouTube video. If we, if we put this on YouTube, YouTube gets mad. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to the show, you're watching the show. Look up Ninja Say What but on don't, YouTube. Don't leave now. Watch and it after. No, watch no, no. Stop right now. Yeah. Hit pause. Watch it. It's so awesome. Oh, well, then it's like, I'll just stop talking for a second. It's less than it's less I'm we'll going to watch it without we'll, you guys. We'll wait. Yeah. We're going to wait. It's less than a two-minute long video, and it's a bunch of Asian guys, and they call each other my ninja. Yeah. What up, my ninja? Yeah. Ninja Timmy-san, got to get it. Like So you could picture what the ninja word's replacing. Yeah, my friend. It's the yeah. it's the N word. <laughs> yes, Whoa. and yeah. it's so it's it's awesome, man. I, I I I would love to tell you the end, but it's worth watching. And sure. I don't spoil no, it. no, we'll definitely yeah, watch, we it. watch it. When yeah. you get to the end, and you think it's done, and you're laughing, it's not over. Just keep watching. Hey DJ, why did uh, why did ET sleep so long? Why he slept extra to rest real well. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> My God, Nick like that one, dude. I fucking love all of them. Please yeah. keep them coming. All right, we, no problem, buddy. We've talked about this. We really need like to have a dad joke war at some point. Dude, like, did, did you, you know about this dad joke? Like it's like a dad joke battle that happens yeah, at a brewery. Yeah, those are they're they're pretty they're pretty funny. God, I I need to go. Yeah, I don't think I would participate. What I would love to watch. I would love to have like the Gravity Lab Spaceland dad joke battle. Yeah, and just sit there and put a couple mics out and let people go. At it, yeah. Um, I just, it, I just don't know that how that sounds it less successful <laughs> than karaoke night. A hundred percent less successful than karaoke night, which you know wasn't the most successful thing last year. You and me getting drunk, singing. I don't think oh, I yeah. had a single drink. Did I? I don't think you actually did. I did. S- karaoke, I karaoke is one of the things that scares me the most in this world. Make Peter sing karaoke. You can't get any wider than that. 
No, that's super no, Korean. Yeah, that's, that's super crazy. Korean. Super Korean. Yeah. Koreans do it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's their skydiving. Like, Peter <laughs> Peter would take a, a white businessman home after mm-hmm. the karaoke bar. Yeah. That's super Korean. That's super Korean. But that's also, <laughs> su- that's also super Peter. Right. That, that's just Peter. Yeah. So, one of the things I want to get back to get Swifty for a second, I regularly hear this happen with new teams. Four or five people, five count, count the camera guy, get together, and within two or three weeks, you start losing people. And the biggest problems I see is a lack of understanding of each other's commitments. You have to set have that to. out well in advance. Like you, you, I mean, we had a pre, we had we had a uh, session zero where like we all met at our house. Um, Peter brought a um, noodles. <laughs> Peter brought a hamon, yeah. like one of the hamons. Like he bought it on Amazon and had it shipped to a, our house. A leg of a pig. Yeah, like oh, like like yeah. prosciutto, but fancier. Like it's like a pig that he they only feed drunk regularly. Yeah. Oh, and has they it shipped to Zach's house? To my house. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, like we had we had dinner and like we had a whiteboard and we laid out our expectations for like how many jumps that we want to do. Uh, like, are we going to fly to nationals? Are we going to drive to nationals? Are we going to do any other comps? How much tunnel do we want to do? Like, you have to line item out a bunch of different things so that you've all agreed to it. And we actually, I mean, we did it, like, in jest, but we kind of, like, wrote down all these things and we all signed it. Like, you know, this is, like, this is a commitment. We're all committing to this. If somebody can't make it to training, like, our are we still going to try to train or, and if so, like who's responsible for finding the alternate is the alternate going to pay for their own jumps? Like how, like how seriously are we, or, or is like the person that's sitting out going to pay for the alternates jumps? Like you can get as specific or, or as, or as non-specific as you want with your, your team contract, but like you got to sit down and have that talk ahead of time because otherwise if you don't have that, then you're inevitably going to run into the situation where like, Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Then that's what makes tension. And and that tension happens usually at the worst time. Like it'll be after a tough training day. It'll Mm -hmm. be after you're already on edge and by setting it up front, it's going to make the whole process easier. Yeah. Like when putting the team together, obviously everybody's, pretty into it because or else you wouldn't be putting the team together like you have to plan for those times where like you want to pull off the team i mean you ba- you have to have a prenup it's yes. a prenup yeah. it is a, it is a it is a it is a prenuptial agreement absolutely it's I, it's so many people don't understand the expectations you guys were obviously very clear about it how many training jumps did you guys do michael the first year i think we aimed for a hundred but got about 80 that sounds that, sound about that right. sounds pretty close. Yeah. Because of Dallas is wonderful weather. Yeah, um, we we tried to get an early start to the season, and that's a poor choice in Dallas because the weather will absolutely not cooperate until June. So yeah, we we tried to get in the sky early, and it didn't work out. So we missed a couple of our our jumps up front. But um, yeah, and how much tunnel time that year? Mm, a few a hours. A few hours. Yeah, yeah. three or four hours. Um, we. We got some coaching in the tunnel. Another cool thing that we did was we used um, Amanda Lampton. Shout out to Amanda Lampton. She remote coached you. Uh, yeah, she remote, yeah, she remote coached us. I had to say that because Lacey typed it. Yeah, she remote coached us. <laughs> Shout and, out to um, the bathroom noodle we had, right, right. we had heard that people wanted to, that people have done that. And so like we approached her about it. She had never done it before. She got back to us and... Um, it worked out pretty well. She had some software. I don't remember what it was called. Canovia. Canovia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout what, out. It let her shout out shout to Canovia. It, it let her draw lines on the screen, and so you can see where the center for center point of a formation starts, and then where it 
ends up and yeah. what the lines should look like and what she the had a teleprompter like. pretty much yeah. yeah i want to be madden it was yeah. it was dope like um i felt like she was like john madden because she wouldn't fly to us she only would take the bus that's the thing about john madden he, he refused to fly he took a bus everywhere really yeah um that's a pro tip um so anyway um that worked out pretty good. Yeah, she she coached us remotely, and uh, we would all hop on conference calls like to brief a weekend of jumps to talk about technique before we went mm-hmm. into the sky, and then afterwards we would all sit down and watch video, and she would give us notes to take into the next camp. So I want to think right now. Th- this next question, I, I kind of want to pose to you guys. I'm a new jumper. I jump with some of my friends. We aren't necessarily doing a team yet, but we want to fly like a team. We want to think about what we're going to do. We're going to show up to the drop zone and, and, and figure out a jumper. Do you guys actually plan ahead and have a draw ahead? And how, how, what do you, how do you get ready for this weekend? Yeah, we would have a draw that would be things that we wanted to intentionally work on because every random is going to have technique going to other randoms, and you need to see what the pictures look like and the moves between it and, and then the block technique and is your is your learning more you can muscle your way through a lot of things but it won't be pretty and it won't be fast and the ways to do it correctly aren't necessarily obvious because the dive pool doesn't show you what the moves necessarily need to look like to make it most efficient they show you how to do it technically correct what you need to build to get a point so i would definitely go in with uh, a training plan and i think one of the most important things is find someone who knows a little more that can start you off in the right direction because i think one of the Mm -hmm. coolest things that i heard about airspeed when i was like super young in the sport was that, that they would share videos of themselves to the skydiving community. And they the, the rationale behind that was this was at a time where people were very secretive about what they were trying to do and they wouldn't discuss technique among teams because that could help someone beat them. A- and Airspeed at the time said, okay, we're, we're going to give you everything that we have. Beat and us. if you can come, beat come us. Come beat us. Come fly it. Then, then you did better than we can and you deserve it more. So don't, try to reinvent everything on, on your own. Find at least someone who can show you some of the basics, uh, especially at exits and just moving between things because you know, you eventually you're going to have to learn how to engineer between points. And there are some things that you can do that make it a real easy move and there are other things that you can do that make it really difficult. So Yeah, I mean, also like keep your keep your your finger on the pulse of events that are happening. Like the the tunnel kickers are are great. Uh, you know, you can certainly learn a lot of the nuances of four way in those. Um four way for a day is the same thing that got me turned on to it. We did a f- get swifty four way for a day last year where we took uh four um newer jumpers that were interested in doing the sort of thing. And uh, we split them up, took them two on two and um, did, you know, we had some draws. We sent it out to them at the beginning of the week, kind of got them thinking about it, got them, you know, doing some visualization and things like that um, and uh, got to take them on some really fun, successful skydives. And actually, we're doing um, that again uh, November, November 16th. 16th. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so t- hold on, man. Help me out here. 
get Swifty four way for a day. How is this working? Tell me, tell me about this event. So this year, uh, like all of Get Swifty is involved in it, but um, none of us are organizing it. Yeah, it's, it's Brandy Verhalen. Brandy Verhalen is, is taking, taking the, the, lead, the lead on it. Yeah, and Donaldo is helping her out some. So he's I mean, taking yeah, the, the he's taking the second lead. The caboose. Yeah. But we're splitting. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna split the team up. You know, two on two, okay. so that you either have maybe a, a good cross reference. You I maybe have a good peace partner that can work with you, so that you know where to expect some part of that formation. So sure. maybe the outside center and the tail will stick together, and yeah, the point exactly. and inside center yeah, will yeah, stick yeah. together. Yeah, we try to like you we guys don't are breaking up. We don't want it to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Peter is our Yoko. Kate, <laughs> <laughs> how's your beer, Derry? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you right. need another beer there, guys? Yeah. Yeah, what I'd do you want? I'd what do you need? You tell me. I, whatever you bring me back. So, so me. yeah, so we're going to bring some people along for four-way for a day. And, you know, th this is exciting for me because teaching yeah, yeah, yeah. people... Hey, thanks, buddy. Teaching people four-way, like, I, I love four-way. I'll tell you, like, being, uh, being on... Uh, there was a certain point in my career skydiving. I say career loosely here. It was it was early on, and you know I was deciding: Do I even want to keep jumping anymore? It's like, do I really? You made the wrong like decision, this, right? Am I passionate about this? Do I even enjoy it? Is this, a, this is a Bud Ice bottle opener. This I have respect for this. A uh, little known fact: I actually worked in a bar for uh, a couple years, a club, and I got a bunch of old club paraphernalia nice. from that shit. That's nice. Well, so I, I get down. We go on this jump and. We turn some points, and yeah, I track away from the skydive, and I pull and I get under canopy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was a good skydive. That that's what I want. Oh yeah, that's actually how that is actually how our team formed was. Oh, yeah, I we, wanted we I wanted jump. to do a four way yeah. for a day, and so I called I called up all the people that were on this team. We showed up to the drop zone for like eight jumps, and I made that I made that um, we had called ourselves best friends and Peter and Peter. <laughs> And we uh, we made I made this little video like a cute little edited video with like uh, transitions and stuff uh, about how the exits got better. You remember that? Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. I, I can't I can't tell you the number of people that you know I I've brought on a skydive and gone uh, planned something and it, just a little four way jump and we we've come down and at the end of it they've come up to me like. That's the most points I've ever turned on a skydive. I'm like, I love that. They're, They're like, like, that yeah, was the most yeah. fun I've ever had in my life. It, it's intensely fun. I love the fact that you guys do this four-way for a day. You say the whole team's getting involved. Does Peter work with like camera guys, aspiring camera guys? No. 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 <laughs> um, and really, at some point, we need to watch the exits from four-way from nationals. I do, I do want to see that at some point, just because Peter told us not to just now. Oh, oh no, 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 yeah, no. Watch, yeah. okay. watch all but of also, them. I think I pulled up one of those already. Also, no. Uh, well, you had a you had like a nine ninety percent chance to find one of them because <laughs> all of his. He was just trying to take bad. a dock. You guys made it look like so much fun. No, we there is an exit from twenty eighteen nationals that we need to watch. Yeah. Did you know that camera can hit point on a four-way exit? Because I didn't. That's yeah. pretty impressive. It, it was. No, we were the, but last year we were the only team, the only team in intermediate to launch a one. The old one, whatever it was What's called. What's a one? Snowflake, snowflake. 
Because we're snowflakes. Oh my god! But we launched. We launched the one. The one was the first point of the draw for intermediate and that year. And uh, they got rid of the one, so we're now the last intermediate team to ever launch snowflake. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, what is the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's one. really heavy, and the other's a little lighter. Oh, yeah. That's oh, one of my favorites. Yeah, that one. You that. guys got one. Hey, yeah. do you know how to find uh, Will Smith in a snowstorm? Uh, just look for the Fresh Prince. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, do you know why tampons never talk to each other? They're stuck up cunts. <laughs> <laughs> what um, What is Bruce Lee's favorite drink? What's what up? Yeah. <laughs> Although I think I found the eggs that you guys are after. Oh, uh, so on on this one, oh, I want to say this is uh, this is good. This, year. this is no, yeah, that's this year. Oh, Bam. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's from last year. Um, Sausages. Yeah, sausages. It was launching. Your the wife just posted the word sausages. Yeah, that's what that's what that's Peter what calls call it. it. He's yeah. like, do the sausages, do the sausages. Like that's Peter's favorite exit on what, whenever what? he sausages. whenever he films. Uh, yeah, the one. Whenever Peter films, um, open class teams. Actually, we um, we are we are award winning open class because we won pre we won a silver at, at pre nationals pre pre nationals pre nationals got a space land. Pernationals. Yeah, 2018. Uh, it was a money meet, so we did something that not a lot of people do. Um, we won. We won money skydiving. <laughs> did we have pre-nationals this year at Houston? Yeah, yeah. yeah we didn't yeah. get. To we weren't. Ab- yeah, we weren't able to make it. Way. Yeah, we yeah. had eight-way training. I think I managed to. Uh, I, I look at the Spaceland schedule when we have like heavy big events. I try to like take try vacation to, yeah, that week. Yeah. I, I love the events. I love what we have, but sure. man, the drops are so hectic and so yeah. busy. I'm like, oh, nationals, take vacation. No, that's the way I. That's the kind of the way I feel about boogies. Like I boogies, I like skills camps and stuff, but like boogies just aren't my scene. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I try to be somewhere else. I absolutely love having them. I love being them, them being around, and I love being on the drop zone for a couple hours. Yeah, because boogies are that place where you get to see that friend. Um, deal with people, hang out. You know, it's kind of like Nashville. You get to hang out for a little bit. Yeah. But after that, man, it gets it's. We're such a huge, hectic, busy drop zone. It gets intense. An yeah. With an event, and you guys yeah. come to Houston a lot. It, it gets crazy. Yeah. So four way for a day. Are we looking at something over there? Are we good? Over I'm there? looking for the round that the uh, I, I found. Uh, I 2018 t- national. I can tell you what round it is. So while you're looking that up, uh, talk is about it the lowest scoring round? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. No, but Easy. okay, it's the lowest scoring round, but. Like, come on, man. We took a one out. Like, we had only tried this one, one other time, time and the, that time was, was so spectacular. Am I watching the same thing, the, the right thing here? Because yeah. this looked like it like it worked pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had only done it once before that. Yeah, that's it. I, I oh, thought man. you guys were making a joke that it went shitty, but I was like, yeah, they, they pulled that off. We just got some. We got some tips. That's and, uh, hard. Like that's that's not an easy thing to do when you're as bad as us. No, yeah. that actually is. I didn't. Now that I see the exit, I I, I was looking for something exit. that went terribly. We overshot that right there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is what it is. We we felt we pretty mostly good about just wanted it. to launch it. Yeah, we were that we were that that intermediate team that did a one. Man, I do absolutely random. Where the hell is my gorilla mask? Same, my locker at, same. Uh, at the drop zone. Is it really? Yeah. I need to grab that tomorrow at the DZ because that's my candy giving outfit for tomorrow. To our neighborhood, our 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 neighbors in our neighborhood, we don't sit in our house to give out candy, which is blessed because that means if you're not in your driveway and lawn chairs to give out candy, they don't knock on your door. They just don't bother you. So our neighborhood, and it's not our neighborhood, it's like this area of the neighborhood. Everybody sits out in their driveway 
having drinks, playing music, handing out candy. That's cool. And I sit out there with like a blue pair of mechanic overalls and a gorilla mask yeah. and a hat on top of it. Uh, you know, remember the uh, movies? You know what movies is from? Um, what the fuck? Uh, it's it's the fast food restaurant from Bill and Ted, not Bill and Ted, uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, oh. uh, Clerks, Clerks Two, the, yeah, the fast yeah, food joint. Yeah. Movies. I have actually a visor from movies, so I'm, I have a fun employee name tag and everything. Nice. So I sat there with my fun employee name tag on my mechanic overalls, my gorilla mask, and a movies visor. This year I'm adding the the uh, lightsaber yeah. to it. That's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Dude, cool. That gorilla mask. The, the kids hate me. They, they, I don't know what it is. That gorilla mask. Are you hate are it. you sure it's the mask? Um, I took it off and they screamed more, so I'm not sure. They were like, put the mask back on. <laughs> the mask it's is scarier scary. this way. Yeah. So I, I usually sits on that orange head up there. I don't know why I was thinking of them. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what that orange head was about. Um, do you know what a CCM helmet is? Custom cranial yes. mount? Yes. For real, you do know? Yes. Because you're too young and skydiving to actually really know That's that. all right. I've done a lot of research. Okay. So, Nick, do you know what a CCM Custom cranial Only mount. I've heard you tell this story four times before. Have you really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you end up putting you end up putting a neoprene scuba mask on your head, and then they wrap your head in plaster. Yeah. Leaving little ho- holes. Like some people leave a hole cut out for your nose. Some people put straws there for your nose. Yeah. It's better if they don't. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. And then they let it dry, and then you cut it off. Yeah. Hopefully, you have a friend who has a cast saw, which I did. Yeah. And it was not me. That's Valerie's head. I have access to a cast saw. And so um, they did a cast of Valerie's head, and then we actually started building a helmet around that. Yeah. And we got the full shell done, and we were going to start putting the mountain stuff on it, and she decided she was done shooting video. Oh, cool. Which I don't mind, because I have a lot of fiberglass and shit that I can work with, but she put her head in fiberglass, or in plaster for like 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And so, yeah, that that is a cast of Valerie's head with a uh, scuba mask on. Nice. That's cool. It's pretty cool. uh, what's What's the best part about Switzerland? What? I don't know, but the flag's a big plus. I had to think about because I have a Norwegian flag on mm-hmm. on the wall over there because that would go good with Norway as well. Why why um why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes on all their ships? Why? So they can Scandinavian. <laughs> God damn! I read that one the other day. I thought. <laughs> oh that, my that, that, goodness! That was nice. Yeah. So Lacey just sent an image to 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 something, Nick. So you guys do team for a day. Uh, you really encourage that. That's a good way to explore and get involved. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. A lot of drops. Oh yeah. yeah, nice. A lot that, of that season didn't happen. Yeah. What did I miss? Well, I mean, it kind of did, but yeah, just not the same way. Yeah. Also, that's no re- sausages. That's real nice. What am I? Okay. It's uh, it's like our, it's like our shirt, but it's us doing the sausages. Yeah. These these <laughs> sur- these shirts super custom. Yeah. Yeah. One I'd of say a kind. I'd say super custom. Actually, five of a kind. Yeah, uh, six, ten of a kind. Six, if you want to be well, super, we, we did, oh, we did, we give did one, one for Amanda. Yeah. So yeah, eleven yeah. of a kind. I love the fact that you have the Jimmy Changa logo on mm-hmm. the. Oh yeah, you like that? And the fact that he couldn't change his Facebook name back. <laughs> oh yeah, he did that to mess with to to mess with me. Lacey actually was the first one. Peter, after after like after doing well at some comp here in um in Houston, Peter took us out to dinner at Jimmy Changa's, and after he paid the bill. Pe- Lacey looked up at him and said, Peter, you're the real Jimmy Changa. And then it just stuck. And then he changed his Facebook name to Jimmy Changa, like as a joke to like message me and then realized that you can only change your name once every 90 days. 
<laughs> so then he was Jimmy Changa, and he was like, he was all, he was all out of sorts because like he's friends with a bunch of work people. <laughs> also, if anyone can steal his camera wings, we oh, yeah. will embroider Jimmy Changa Lacey, into them. Lacey does embroidery. He is sitting on a golden opportunity, not letting us put Jimmy Changa on his like on that. His camera that is wings. a that is a branding masterpiece. Yeah. Who else would have giant Jimmy camera wings that say Chinga. Jimmy Changa? Yeah. I wonder if you can get Jimmy Changa to actually sponsor this move. Oh, not if they see his not if they see his <laughs> exits. Oh. Not if they see his. <laughs> But you could just tell him that's his job. He's the yeah. f- he, like we go, we leave connected, and he has to actually catch up to us. Right. And yeah. he does it so quick. Yeah. Look <laughs> at the skill to get back up there. Yeah, like, yeah he, he completely just, missed it. He, he was like, just getting a high five. Yeah. yeah. So I hear this a lot. Believe it or, or not, I've seen this post several times. This comment several times. People actually want your shirt. Oh, yeah, we get that yeah. a lot. Yeah, two two years in a row at nationals, camera guy, official photographer for the event comes up to us and says, where can we get one of those shirts? Like, where can I get one? I want one. Yeah, you're going to have to join the team. And we're like, yeah, this is prohibitively expensive. You don't yeah. want it for how much it actually costs. They were, it's like full sublimation. Dye like, sublimation. sublimation. Yeah. Like, I mean, it w- like they cost us like, I don't know, 50 bucks a piece to, to, to get or whatever. And the other Believe thing is... Believe it or not, that's not that expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Also, for sure, super copyright infringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big that's thing. The is part, like, yeah. we, we don't want to sell. I mean, we can make this stuff and have it for us, but like the second we start selling it, we're, we're we're making we're making money or whatever on somebody else's idea, which we don't want to do. Yeah, because that if I remember right, I'm just trying to look, and that really is the characters from Get. Oh Shirt yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not you guys. Yeah, no. this, this is an official restaurant. This is Spaceland colored otters. Yeah. This is. I think you get away with the otter. The otter, I think they'd get over that. <laughs> we'll see. I yeah. don't know. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe not. But Jimmy Changa's definitely hurting. Get Swifty the characters. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's gonna work. I kind of want to get sponsored by uh, Justin Roiland and uh, Dan Harmon. Do you know how what many the of their episodes? They, the guys, so the, the guys. guys from Get Swifty. Yeah, yeah like, I've seen the show. Like they, they, two episodes. they have. Um, Did you see skydiving in it? Because there's a lot of skydiving. Was. There's wingsuiting. There's like canopy flight. There's a lot of skydiving. Like those guys are into skydiving. I, I can tell you that. I've seen Pickle Rick. Yeah, yep. because that's I had a good to figure one. out There's what the fuck Pickle Rick is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jaguar, which we always joke that um that Donaldo is Jaguar because all he wants to do is wingsuit. And I've seen the very first one because when somebody found out I haven't seen Get yeah. Swifty, Ben Nelson, yeah. he started playing it for me because I was staying at his uh, yeah. his apartment upstairs. I'm hearing some real weird noises through the wall. I can't quite get that one. Yeah, man. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> and uh, and then um uh, he. I actually only saw half of it because halfway through he goes like, no, 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 no. You have to watch Pickle Rick. That's yeah. it. And that he, is and a pretty it. intense one. We we showed um we uh, showed Doug uh, Fike a bunch of um a bunch of uh Rick and Morty and we were very worried that he wasn't gonna be into it. And he was that's w- the name of he it. was yeah. way more into it than we ever dreamed. Like he got home and bought the first season, like paid money for it. He was all excited to show his wife all these episodes, and then we got to Pickle Rick, I think, and he's like, I can't show her this. Yeah, he was like, this is a little... I'm going to have to work her up to this. I felt like I needed to be on drugs when I watched Pickle Rick. Like It I, is. It is. I like, actually felt like I was on drugs. It is intense. Like, the Pickle Rick episode's intense. So, um, are did they, you, you need... Another one that you need to watch is... Um, the uh, the the Mister Poopy Butthole episode. That's a really really really. Is good that the one. name of it? Uh, or is that what you're just calling? I don't it? know. I don't know. I we had we had prepped on the drive down here on the twelve hour drive down here. <laughs> we had prepped um, like maybe some of the questions we thought you might ask, and one of them was going to be how did you guys meet? 
And I honestly can't remember meeting Michael because he is stitched into the fabric of my life. Just like the, um, the, the brain parasites in the Mr. Poopy Butthole episode, except for I know that he is real because I have a lot of bad memories about him. Yeah. The only way that you could tell someone in that episode was real was because they could remember bad things about each other. Okay, yeah. Thank you, Michael, yep. for keeping. I'm bringing it back for all Thank the you. non-Ricky. You're going to figure fans. it out. Yeah, I, I will watch more at some point. So you guys did eighty some odd jumpses, and by the way, Dave Grabowski, take that. We've been over nine. We've been over one percent skydiving. We've made two percent skydiving. Also, so yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to Dave, great Grabo, Dave Grabowski. Um, the first jump that we ever did with him. Um, Amy Hunter um, yanked his reserve straight out of the door, like oh probably, probably almost went over the tail of the otter. That is the closest I've seen a reserve deployment. It was incredible. Intended. And then what's funny is like we didn't have many jumps and we were getting to do like 16 way jump with the Dallas <laughs> disturbance. Uh, shout out to Ron Chip. And um, and like, you know, we were we were we were slash still are jumping um, tandem canopies. And um, he swooped his reserve and landed. He like got one he got he got dumped out of the door on his reserve and landed like almost with me and like <laughs> did a badass swoop into the peas and it was really cool and he's really cool. What are you jumping for, Maine? Uh, a saber two one thirty five, which I have about a thousand skydives on. That's not a main. That a tandem main. That's no, no, I'm big. no, I'm. I mean, no, but we. I mean, we know a lot of people that have like less than half the jumps we do that jump way more aggressive stuff. So. Mm. Um, we we feel pretty uh, we feel pretty pretty confident in our ability to fly our parachutes. What are you flying? Yeah, same thing. Saber two one thirty five. What do you guys about three hundred jumps on it? What do you load that at? Mm, somewhere four. around like one seven. That's actually a pretty hefty wing loading. Yeah, I mean, you, you say that, and, and and you say it's you know a lot of people jump in small things like Nick jumps. I think like a two square foot parachute, and he yeah. loads it at one point three. Yeah, and. <laughs> He he's just ignores he's me for that one. Of, yeah, go fuck no, yourself. It's because he's so fit, man. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, he is fit, man. I'm yeah. tiny. What are you talking about? No, you're super fit. I don't know what that means. I can, yeah, I can see what you got going on under those, under those well, sweatpants. You want to pull them off and see what? Dude, happens? if you actually watch the Gravity Lab Film Festival promo video, you'd see everything. Oh no, yeah, I know. Yeah, like I've watched <laughs> that part a bunch. Dude, it was great. So we did the film festival the other night. And when the video played, the first video we play for the film festival is Nick's promo to kind of kick off the show. Yeah. And when that part comes up, you heard some girls yell, drop the logo. Yeah. It, there <laughs> were some cheers. That was some the girls same screaming. thing that I yelled. <laughs> well, next time I'll be just be naked. Yeah. Fuck it. Nick, Nick, I mean, Jimmy. Nick wanted his dick. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to watch Jimmy's video, by the way. Jimmy Wynn. Man, he never disappoints. Dude, his video. I, I he came in second place. Did he? Did he make second? Well, not he was second last year, right? No, he won no, last he, year. He, oh, won he won last, last year. year. I think he was second the year before. He was second the year before. Last year he won, and this year was he tied for that second? I think he was spot? tied for second. Yeah, man. And every it was. I such mean, a th- good there was a three-way tie for first, and then a tie for for second behind yeah. those three. Almost every year the top two get the most votes and every bailout gets like yeah. one or two. Yeah, yeah. Like the stack of vote tickets are like uh, a couple, a bunch, a bunch, a couple. Co- this year there were nine, three, three, three uh, videos with nine votes each, two videos with seven votes each, and then videos with five, six, four. It was as close as nice, call for yeah. sure. But dude, I'll have, we'll have to show you Jimmy's video when we're done here. I have it on this computer. Um, you can also find it. He's already put it on his Facebook page to so check it out. Nice. What is on that microphone stand? This is um so I got it at Bucky's on the way down here. It is a um it's supposed to be an armadillo, 
but it kind of looks like a possum, so I call it a possadillo. That's a Portman bro. Um, I don't know. I just like it. A Portman bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a word he made up when you squish two words together. Yeah, like portmanteau, but it's a portman bro. Because your last name is bro. Yeah. yeah. I actually Super common where I'm from, by the way. We have armadillos all over Texas, right? Yeah. I, uh, I They carry leprosy. Do they really? Yeah, they is do. Is that true? Yeah. Th- there is some sort of fury in their eyes. Like, they're almost cute, and they almost look like they're going to try and eat your face. Yeah, I was hoping oh. it was a possum, though, and that's why I got it, but, like, I... St- I still like it. They look like petrified tandem students that look in their eyes. It's it's just that great, man. That's the same look that you have in your eyes w- the first time you use the tandem toilet. Hashtag tandem toilet. <laughs> man, I, it's so you guys. One of my I'm, I'm going to change topics for a second. I'm not, I'll go cool. back to skydiving. One of my favorite places to sit in the plane is where we sit as fun jumpers, whether it's teams, training instructors or fun jumpers. And just look. I love sitting there watching tandem students yeah do you ever look back and just watch the looks on their faces so no, i'm always visualizing that's also true yeah he's he's <laughs> real serious um yeah. one thing that i really liked about um skydive san marcos which we spent a lot of time at spaceland san marcos this year because <coughs> that's where our eight-way team trained <laughs> shout out to tommy hugs negative shout out to the Toilet paper situation. The there. toilet paper at at Skydive San Marcos. They need to they need to get with Ben because like Ben does such a great job of providing like four ply toilet paper in Dallas. You know, Houston is the same. They've got half ply. Like it's like they're paying somebody to split the toilet paper <laughs> in San Marcos. It's incredible. <laughs> um, but anyway, at Skydive San Marcos before the transition, they would take the tandems to ten five exit and then take the fun jumpers to 13.5 so you got to actually watch the tandems exit and it was just a joyful experience to watch people make their first skydive like watch them exit that that point that i remember so well uh of just being terrified um and just seeing kind of how people handled that it was a lot of fun i i enjoy it for sure i enjoy watching them uh, San Marcos, actually, at some point, their pilot came from Greensburg, Indiana, where I asked, uh, used to work, and that's a trick we did all the time. Yeah. Drop the tandems at 10.5. Yeah. A, tandem instructors can run hot super they easy can, that they way. They can make loads better, but then you're also, you're burning less fuel up high. You're getting that last uh, 3,000 feet quicker. and Your fun jumpers love it. Yeah. So yeah, you get to yell tandem room at the tandems, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> Make room for the fun jumpers. Yeah. yeah, it works out super easy. Um, um, I just need to throw this in here because I've stumbled upon it. There is a skit called the Love Toilet from Saturday Night Live, where they do have a tandem uh, toilet Ooh, set up. Nice. I just need to, uh, is, is we need to share this with the world. I absolutely. I can't see that good enough. Well, so I'll, I'll look at it later. It's beautiful. Make sure you leave a link in the comments, please, because that's how I go back and find these things. The, yeah, there's a video. I just didn't want to bring it up because... I'm surprised that I haven't come across that because most of my Google search history is toilet-related. <laughs> Why is your search history toilet-related? I've been to Japan a bunch of times. I don't feel comfortable answering that question. You've been to Japan. Uh, yeah. What is the most interesting toilet you've seen in Japan? Ooh. Um, well, I mean, really, all of the toilets in Japan are pretty cool because they have like heated seats and bidets and blow dryers and stuff. Yes. Um, but the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at in my whole life was the Park Hyatt Tokyo, which is like Park Hyatt is like the highest level of Hyatt. Mm-hmm. 
And um, we we had a friend who had a bunch of like business business points with uh, with Hyatt, and like what you need to understand about traveling to Tokyo is that it's on an island. I don't know if you guys knew that, and um, the space is extremely limited. I mean, the the populate there's a lot of people that live in a very small area. So like when you get when you get a a hotel room, like it will be maybe a hundred square feet, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like the first place I ever stayed in Japan was the biggest, most luxurious room I'd ever stayed in in my life. Like I had no idea what I was in for. Like there was a separate bathroom, which isn't a thing. There was a tub. Like who has a tub? There was this tub was like on a pedestal. And anyway, yeah, the toilet was super fancy. It was like silver or something. And it was heated. And there's nothing like putting uh, your buns on a toasty toilet seat in the middle of the night. I grew up in Japan and we had, uh, I didn't have anything fancier. But we had a uh, heated toilet seat in one of our houses. Yeah. And yeah. Oh man, it, that it is. It's a gift. It's it really a, is. Yeah. Like, it's 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 a, it's a it's how you start your day right. It's the reason I don't live up north because a frozen bum is just not a good place. Right. So you guys did Swifty for a year. Yeah. Now you've taken a year where you've done no training. Yeah. Why no training this year? Because we had to focus eight on eight way. Yeah. yeah. Eight way really took all your time then. Yeah. We'd never done eight way before. I don't know if you know this, but the sport is all about time and money. It's real expensive. Yeah. And is it? That's that's basically where we spent all of our time. Yeah. I mean, we did a money. coach team where we had to travel as well. The ironic part about the sport being so expensive. As is working skydivers, we don't make that much money. Yeah, you, you do as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> you do as a coach. Yeah, it's a different story. How many four way? How many eight way jumps did you guys do this year? Or what was your goal? It was like our we had a goal of a hundred, and we did like sixty five. Yeah. yeah, seventy jumps. Yeah, I actually was at San Marcos for a couple of your camps. Yeah, and it was weather. It was weather both times. Yeah, I was yeah. There with you guys. Yeah, we drove. We would we put that we would pack the clouds in the outback, and then we would bring them down, and the we'd great. open the car, and then the um. The clouds would come out. The great part about driving here today was it was very rainy, so it was super familiar to all of our other road trips that we've done this season. Yeah. You at least recognize it. Yeah. Good news is, is you said it earlier, the wind's going to blow the clouds away tomorrow. Yeah, It's going to be windy as heck, man. Yeah. We don't look at this. We don't look at the forecast, to be honest with you. Eight-way team, did you guys make the same approach to eight-way as you did to get Swifty as far as getting that communication together, putting that team together? People talking about commitment. So Ab- as, yeah, as team captain, uh, Doug Fike, took all of that and said, hey, this is, he laid out like a three-page document, five yeah. pages, something I mean, the, like that. The more people you have, the more um, the more likely you are to run into problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Eight-way isn't twice as hard. It's ten times as hard yeah. to I, get the logistics We done. threw out a lot of team names like for this team. Um, Tempest was not one of them, but, but I think some of my favorites were um, Doug Fike was on the team, and um, we threw out Fike This. <laughs> uh, Mark Farr was on the team, and we threw out who farted. Um, I don't know. There were some good ones on there. <laughs> I, I asked what you guys did to prepare for the team, and you tell me these great puns. Yeah, were, were there any jumps that Mark wasn't on? Because uh, if you kicked him off, you could be far off. Ooh, oh, nice. Why did <laughs> why didn't the lifeguard save the hippie? Why? Because he was too far was out. Too <laughs> so you guys end up making you said 70 ish jumps yeah, yeah yeah did you guys do any tunnel time as an eight-way team we, we did, did one we, we did, did we went to paraclete xp up front three hours with um, on with days, um yeah. with kirk, kirk verner or well, as or as peter calls him um kurt kurt, kurt vermin <laughs> peter gets everybody's names wrong and he just goes with it like uh you're you're um bj darvin 
uh, Thomas Hughes's Tommy Hugs. Uh, um, At Mark least he knows people's names. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he hears us talking about him. And so he's like a toddler that like just hears mommy and daddy talking about something. Yeah. And he wants to be involved in the conversation. Nick, I told you the story the other day. So we uh, just a little disclosure for the story. We we had a conference call for the mentor program recently. And through the whole thing for the life of me, I could not remember Michael's name. I just kept like, uh, 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 and I kept pointing at you on the screen like, uh, Michael. And I even told you then I do it to Nick all the time. And Nick just laughs at me. He's like, it doesn't matter who you are. A DJ won't remember your name. That's pretty valid. I forget Michael's name all the time, too. It's a great part really? of married. One of, the, honey. one of the best things about um, Michael is that people call him Eric. He's yes. Michael Erickson, yeah. so they call him Super Eric. Super common. However, there's Michael Erickson and then there's Michael Eric. And so I will always tell Michael happy birthday on Michael Eric's birth- birthday on Facebook. And then people see like, oh, it's Michael Eric's birthday. And then they'll start wishing him happy birthday. Also, I think he bought a drop zone. He in started a drop zone in El Paso. Yes. And so I started a rumor that Michael bought a drop zone in El Paso. And people were like, are you serious? Are we doing this? And I'm like, yeah, his parents are loaded. Congratulations on your flying tiger airplane. Yeah. That, Have you seen that, that airplane? Yeah. Is awesome. it's, no, it's dope. Yeah. yeah. Like, Have you seen this, Nick? Yeah, I have seen that airplane. It's beautiful. It is a pretty ridiculous looking plane. Yeah. Like I would I it's so nice I don't think I'd want to jump out of it. Yeah, it, it, it's too nice for skydiving. I'm not I'm yeah. not falling at all. I think it's gorgeous. I don't blame yeah. them, but man, I it's that thing's too nice for nah, us. Man, it's too you, good. No, nah, yeah. you need a beater for this sport. Yeah, the Shark Shark Air is a pretty good looking plane. Yeah. It blows it out of the water. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this year you guys decided no training for Get Swifty, but did you still know you were going to compete as Get Swifty? No doubt. And when did you decide to bring Doug onto the team? Very early on. So that was a right away decision. He knew this was going to happen. Well, like I mean, part of like part of setting expectation is, uh, you know, like we don't want to find ourselves a month away from nationals and not able to find somebody, and we still wanted to make quality jumps. I notice a lot of people go to nationals. They typically, Val's competed in a few. I've packed at a few nationals. I've, nice. I've been a packer. That's we appreciate yeah. you for that. I packed for my wife, man. Yeah. It's, it's, um, we, uh, people go and they go only for four way or they go only for eight way or yeah. they go only for 16 way, but they usually end up competing in several events. Why? If you can't, well, cause it's just, I mean, it's, it's if you're, the, if you're already there, you might as well. And it's real easy to meet people there and to, combine into teams yeah. so it, it's it's a great idea to go meet some friends that are around your level or a little better and say hey you know we're both in four-way want to throw together some eight-way and you know you might not know all the technicalities of every point but you can still go out and have a lot of fun and, and still make some great skydives oh man actually kind of kind of quick fun story about that my first nationals uh at skydive paris which was a very very well-run nationals um I wanted to th- I wanted to do four, eight, and ten just because it was my first nationals and like I wanted to do all the FS stuff other than sixteen way because like you you pretty much have to be on a practice team for that and um, I wanted to put together uh, an eight way team and so I had like the I had a few flyers and then I started reaching out to just people like I didn't even know them I was just asking around hey do you know anybody do you know anybody. And I ended up with um, seven people in camera and only needed one more person. And uh, that season, um, Chris Farina and Christy Fricken were jumping out at our drop zone on Dallas 350. And um, they are just giants in the sport. And so I, I had had a little bit of conversation with them. I knew that they were both locals out there. 
And so I reached out to them and I'm in a group chat with them and I'm like, Hey, do you, um, do you know anybody since you're local that may be interested? Like I've got, I've got one slot open and, um, Christy fricking replies, I'll do it. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, right. You know, do do you know, let me know if you, if you know of somebody. And she was like, no, like if I'm stable enough and you'll have me, I'll do it. And I was like, are are you, are you serious? And Farina just, he replies like, dude, just stop talking and say yes. (laughs) And so we had, I mean, one of the, one of the best coaches out there, um, who is very, very accomplished. Um, yeah. Like take us under her wing and like basically take us through, like it was a training camp at nationals. And uh, that was really a privilege. Made some great eight-way jumps. It, it really is. It gets did. at that point. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, it's speaking of which, a uh, fun quick story that um, Peter Kwan's going to love. My 500th jump, Lacey's 400th jump, we like to call it our 900th jump, <laughs> was uh, on a training day that we had with Dallas Interspediate. And 350 was out jumping that day. And so I was like, hey, look, this is like a big milestone, whatever, my 500th, you know, D-license jump or whatever. Um would you guys please make a, a an eight-way jump with us? Like, I've never done eight-way. Can we get our teams together and make a make an eight-way jump? And um, uh, Scott Levy, who was on that team, I think really worked a lot of magic. And um, I, I really appreciate him probably talking his team into making that jump with us. And um, one of my favorite jumps, because on exit, Peter left the right amount of late and went straight through the middle of the eight-way formation, like shot the gap straight through the middle. And like those guys, those folks are such good professional skydivers. Like if had that hit almost every formation I've ever been on, like it would have blown apart because somebody's shooting, you know, threading the needle. They did not flinch, but I saw them look at each other and like they gave each other a look like, this is this is why we don't do this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. This is why we don't jump with these this people. This is why we're not here. Yeah. So what's up with Peter Kwan and like taking out exits? Uh, Just loves it. Yeah, he's Peter Kwan. Asians and kamikaze flight, bro. Ooh, I mean, come on, Asian. Yeah. Super dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the kamikaze the Kwama, oh my god! Uh, you know the way your eyes lit up just <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, I'm so happy. And to be clear, yeah, Pearl Harbor was not meant to be malicious. My grandfather, we were just we were just trying to park our planes, bro. My grand- oh, America, we come visit. Oh, sorry, I crashed. My grandfather <laughs> no, was good. My grandfather was at my paternal grandfather was at Pearl Harbor when it was bombed. Yeah. I actually had grandfathers on both sides of World War II. Not a joke. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same, not a joke. Yeah. yeah, my grandpa was at Pearl yeah. Harbor. It was pretty rough. Shout out to my, my grandfather's yeah. uh, ghost. <laughs> he's, he's been dead for 20 years. Said and done, my American grandmother is kind of racist against Japanese people. Yeah. And she's actually Jap-bashed, just oh. to use the proper terminology. Tell me more. Uh, Japanese people to me. Which is kind of a little awkward. It really, really is kind of awkward. Yeah. So my sister, who listens to the show a lot, she'll probably be familiar with these stories, and it, it really gets kind of kind of weird. Um, Peter taking out four-way or formations. We were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, next year, what are you guys planning? Are you guys going to do more eight-way, more four-way? What's? Th- oh, wait a minute. Time out. We're going to go back. I know where I was at. One of the re- we'll come back to that. One of the reasons, one of the things I asked is why do you do more events at nationals, right? And part of it is the most expensive part of nationals is getting there. Once you're paying for your flight there, once you have a room there, once you pay for your first event, the additional events get cheaper and cheaper. So you might as well do them, right? Eventually, they end up paying you to do jumps. 
Dude, I think Thomas Hughes tried to figure that out. He actually has competed in the most number of events at nationals of anybody. Yeah. And I think medaled in all of them. He's just, he's an God, asshole. He that is way. beautiful. He's, he's, he's a beautiful he's a man. He's a sexy human being. He, he is, we were trying to come up with um, the seven wonders of the skydiving world, and he was one of them. Who's one the rest? One of them was the Fat Cat skydiving, Fat Cat, fat cat Logger skydiving commercial. Okay. If you've never seen yes. it. Yeah, like we're talking, we're talking that. about like things that you could show any skydiver and they would just be impressed regardless of their discipline. Yep. Another one of them is that Leapfrogs demo that they did where they took a down plane into a stadium, broke it at fifty feet, and landed. Yeah. Like just and landed side by side. Yeah, wow. just like it's staggeringly amazing. Yeah. And then the other one that we came up with was Thomas Hughes. So you only have four more left. Yeah. SDC cores on there. That, SDC core, really yeah. They're they're probably on there. Can you guys just acknowledge this one more time? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that's that the, oh yeah, that's the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got him. And he didn't go through the middle of an eight way. He went through the middle of the four way of an eight way. Well, that, I mean, the, yeah. Yeah. Peter yeah. Peter was a, a real man and posted this for us to yeah. share. Peter, you are how the impressive man. that is. He can't yeah. do that. Oh, you can't no, you can't. Yeah. He couldn't try to do that. No. Quantikazi. Got him. So uh, one of the things that I th- one of the reasons I think people That's compete at nationals and you said it is you end up meeting more people you get together with more oh, people yeah yeah and and really some of the better teams have been formed out of nationals from these mergers oh yeah I mean you that's where you get to that's where you network you know like this is our this is our mainframe yeah. you go to nationals and you know you, people see if you're if you're easy to get on with or you know because. It's not necessarily about how did you perform because it's about what kind of potential do you have. Mm-hmm. And um, part of being a good teammate is being somebody people want to be around because mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time with people. You know, whenever you get weathered out or whatever, like you, <laughs> you're, you're spending way more time with these people than you had originally intended to. And even if you only spend the original amount of time with them, you spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Let's be real. Stuck in an otter together for a hundred jumps, that's a lot of tight personal time. And have you ever seen a four-way team that does not get along well? Oh yeah. I can actually think of some that jumped at your drop zone and some that mine. Oh yeah. Man, it does not go well. Yeah. So you guys are looking at each other like you want to tell a story about that one. Well, actually like one of our first weather days is uh, get swifty. We decided to, like we'd already blocked out the day. So we were already committed. So we're like, you know what? What if we just go hang out for a little while? Oh, and, man. and then this day turned into one of the things that we agreed that we weren't going to talk about yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Like it got, it got. Really we can't share all of the details. It but got. We got uh, to to use Rick and Morty uh, vernacular. Uh, riggedy, riggedy, wrecked son. So you already started telling the story. Get a little bit deeper. Oh uh, no, no, no! I think we're just going to leave it there. Well, if you go to if you go to Fuzzies and have tacos, and then. You go to painting oh, with a twist. We took Peter to painting with a twist. Yeah, like you What's know that? where you, well, it's where you drinking and painting. You drink yeah. and you like paint a picture. Super white. Yeah. Then <laughs> you go to Top Golf and then you go to the tunnel and then you go have dinner. Like it's just a long day. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of drinking. I'm guessing involved with most know. of those. I wouldn't stops. know anything oh. about any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Plausible deniability. I've never been there, so I, I know. may not know anything about any of that. Yeah, I could picture a bunch of white people and an Asian guy drinking at those places, though. That's what I could picture. Yeah, the best part was um, like showing up to the tunnel and like expecting to see a bunch of people we know working there and like not knowing anybody and having to tell people what a big deal we are, <laughs> and then not having any of our gear. Yeah. And, like, by the way, if you have to tell people what a big deal you are, you're yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> 
also same. <laughs> oh man, I love going to the tunnel. I, it, I Dallas was one of my favorite stories. Watching the guy in there tell the tunnel instructors how awesome he was and yeah. how good he was, yeah. and that he had a hundred jumps and he knew what he was doing and they didn't have to tell him anything. Yeah. And a watching him fly, even with a hundred jumps, you look worse in the tunnel typically than you are. Oh yeah. But there's no way this guy even had a hundred jumps. The tunnel is the great equalizer. And B, have you ever watched a tunnel instructor just get completely flustered with a new flyer and say, fuck it, every time your rotation's over, I'm going to stand you up away from the door and let you walk out? Yeah. I I love that move, man. It, watching people just fight that the whole way. Yeah. I, I just stood there and laughed. So you've guys done some four-way. You've guys done some eight-way. What's next for you guys? P3? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we decided that, um, you know... We, Love competition, probably go to nationals again. Yeah, I'm certain. I'm certain we'll go to nationals again this year. But, but like, I don't so think no structure it's, teams. I don't yeah. think. I, w- I mean, we haven't. We haven't like. Put, we haven't put the nail in that yet. But we know that we want to do some non skydiving stuff next year. We're like we're taking a scuba trip uh, in, in December. December yeah. uh, Are you together. guys sure you're not married? Well, I mean, the rest I mean, of the team is coming. We're too, kind of a th- of we're kind of a thruple. Yeah. So <laughs> you just digested that. Say say what's up, Lacey. Hi. Yeah, what's up, Lacey? <laughs> um, random. So we are um yeah, we're gonna we're like we're gonna do some other stuff, but like Michael and I have applied to a couple of the bigger P three events. Uh, we did the Big last, Way Camp last, last year, year we did the Big Way Camp, which was oh my goodness. If you even think you're interested in Big Way skydiving, um you should check out the P three Big Way Camp. Uh it is so well structured. Tell me and a little bit about it. Yeah, so uh, basically, you're you're on uh, one of the best drop zones in the U.S., surrounded by some of the best skydivers, and they're there specifically to teach you about the the fundamentals of big way and how to build larger formations and how to so, do it safely. Yeah, how to do it safely and how to do it skillfully. And the great part about that is because of the lift capacity that Paris has. You're doing a 20-way out of two otters to see what the sight pictures look like of you're, two planes coming together. You're doing a 30-way out, out of three, three planes. Or two sky vans yeah, and an otter. Like, just yeah. you, why, why, why are we not? doing this? Because we can. Or, or a 20-way out of one plane to get a get that long, long dive, dive and like, see what it's like. Yeah, it, it, is, it really prepares you, kind of puts you on different footing than, uh, you know, if you're, if you're trying to get invited to a lot of things like this. Um, so anyway, uh, we did the big way camp uh, then, which was the birth of the Helotype video. Um, and then we, uh, this year, have applied to the 100-way camp uh, and uh, to power play. Which is a m- more challenging Larger sequential event. Yeah, more challenging sequential events. So uh, we have our fingers crossed. Your what? Fingers. We've crossed our fingers. Fingers. Yes. So next year, mainly focusing on the big way scene. Yeah, events uh, and know, events yeah. and doing other you know other things, yeah. enjoying some fun events, enjoying some relaxing skydives. Uh, oh, doing, uh, doing some mentoring. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, we're both part of the mentoring program. Michael is actually the uh, the lead mentor in Dallas. Uh, I I uh, am doing some load organizing, uh, which I would like to point out and give a shout out to um, Scott Hamlin. Uh, that is essentially what got me into formation skydiving. Was doing uh, doing LO jumps uh, with Scott uh, from from essentially jump twenty seven. Nice man, yeah. you 
Man, there's so many different places you guys just went with that. And this week you're in town. Why are you guys here right now? We are here to set the Texas State sequential record. So it will be 60 people. This is an event led by Larry Henderson, Scott Latinus, and Guy Wright Organizing. And we're going to be creating a 60, 62-way formation, breaking it and building a second point. Um, after we set that record, we're going to build a 3.60-way. And after that, we're going to try a full break 60-way. So hopefully set multiple Texas State records in this. So let's go over a few facts here. First of all, I want to go to the last fact. A full break 60-way, meaning 60 people are going to leave the plane, dock together to build a formation, all 60 people are going to break grips. Correct. And rebuild the second point. Build a second point. That's impressive as fuck. I can't wait to be on that, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that takes Same. me back to the beginning because a lot of people will hear something like a, a, a 2.60 way. And by nature and by default, I think a young jumper pictures people do what you just described, a full break 60 way. But how many people have to how, how much of the the formation has to break for it to be there is a percentage of the grips that have to change but um i you don't know the numbers will tell you yeah, i don't know the numbers yeah i'd be lying if i said it, it's something small just go ahead yeah. cuz i've go been on big way head down sequentials where <laughs> i mean i think I've it's like 20% maybe yeah, it's not, like it's not 15 many. to 25% has to change grips i'll, I'll try and find it but it's kind of an yeah, obscure it, rule. It's a super small number. I think you can, I don't know if it's going to be in the skim. The no, it's in the in. FAI record okay. manual. Cool. Nerds. I know. Yeah, <laughs> right? I love this stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's still, nonetheless, even though it's a small bit, build a 60-way, impressive. Build a 60-way, break it apart, and put it back together no matter how many grips. Yeah. I've seen the the picture for that Scott's been using, Latinus has been using. Yeah, yeah. That. Is that yeah. point one? That As, as we understand as know, it, that's yeah. point one. Yeah, I mean, we, they... They um, we don't know a whole lot in advance. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we don't know where we're going to be slotted. I actually brought three different jumpsuits to this event because, like, I don't know if I'm going to have a fast slot or a slow slot. So I brought sure a bunch brought of that different and lead. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, I have gaiters. Like I have, I have a sweatshirt to put on fast, just in slow. case. I mean, and that's one thing that you learn at these big way camps is like it does not matter how goofy you think you look getting on the plane you don't look as goofy as you'd look going low on that skydive <laughs> i love it man it only matters for that picture yeah michael i want to use you for this question number 1 how's your fall rate compared to the average person normally i am if i'm dressed like if i weren't dressed for success i would be slower than the average You're person. slower than average. Mm-hmm. By far, by little, by lot? Uh, I mean, by a fair amount if I'm not working on it. Like, just yeah. way less and tall enough that I don't arch super deep. And so, yeah, I'm a little slower than... I he, figure you're he pretty ar- slow as he well. He arches like a free flyer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to read this rule to you guys that I found about sequential stuff. So this is from the FAI. In the transition from one formation to the next, at least 35% of the persons in the first formation must A, release all of their hand grips and all hand grips on them must also be released or B, be a member of a released subgroup. A released yeah. subgroup may yeah, comprise yeah, yeah. no yeah. more than four persons. No and more I, no more than four and persons. And I think that's where most sequentials happen. Yeah, is yeah, they for get sure. four-piece blocks. Break. They'll have a whacker. They'll have like a whacker, like an arm of, of something and then the fourth person in will let go. I thought he was talking about Jimmy Wynn's video for a second there. I didn't catch a it. Whacker. A whacker. Oh, yeah. Oh. Buddy Whacker. He pretended to be <laughs> masturbating. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He started the video with a black screen and... 
<laughs> hey, don't ru- don't ruin it. I'm gonna <laughs> po- I'll post a, I'll post a link. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who do actually follow Gravity Labs Facebook page, we did post the winners video Hudson K today. Um, in the next couple of days, we'll actually post the top three videos, and then from there, we'll start sharing those videos over the next couple of weeks. Nice. Um, lots of people beat us to the punch today and yesterday. Yeah, and for sure, and I, I definitely don't mind. As a matter of fact, I'm glad. How dare they share share the videos that they worked so hard to make? I'm yeah. glad they shared them themselves. And the reason I am is now I can share the videos from their pages, so they immediately yeah, get that yeah. recognition because That's they did good. work hard on that. Yeah. So. It works out really nice. Um, hey, I have a quick question. Um, why uh, why can't you own a sick raptor? Why? Because it's illegal. <sighs> well, that, I'm disappointed in that one. That that really... Um, guys, gals, this has been Grab Lab Radio. Giraffity Lab. The, the show is, is done forever. We had a couple good guests coming up and you... Yeah. Well, we we figured you he were at the bottom first. Yeah, we figured you were at the bottom of the barrel when you asked us. No, we we hit that last year. I could tell you who it was too, but that's another conversation. <laughs> now you have to go back to last year's guests and pick who it was. We figured you didn't want to talk about skydiving when you had us on, because like, what are we gonna talk about skydiving? Yeah. for? Dude, if you listen to the show enough, you know we don't yeah, no, really I know. like talking yeah. about skydiving in general. I I will tell you, I really enjoyed Rabbit because um, I like Rabbit. And we drive the same car, but I really like his dog, and you talked about his dog a lot. Ernie Lou. Ernie Lou yeah. is the fucking guy. Dude, yeah. Ernie is Saw the him shit, today. man. He's a great dog. Was Rabbit around today? Gosh, you know, I'm not certain if I saw Rabbit, but I saw <laughs> his dog and the super short-legged dog that's been running around with him. I didn't know there was a suit got, got me so there. there. Maybe someone is dog-sitting, and that's why I saw this sausage little thing with the tiny legs. Maybe Katie. Maybe Katie had him. Not Van Lowe. I have no idea. Yeah. You know Katie Russell? Yeah. Yeah, she watches them a lot, too. She helps out. Um, so this next year, you guys are going to be doing a lot more events, non- and skydiving. But one of the things that you actually mentioned, oh, uh, sequential, one of the things you guys mentioned is you guys are going to, uh, you, you actually lead the mentor program. I do, yeah. How important do you see, we, we talk about it here a lot on the show, we, we actually mention it, but I just like the perspective from you. You lead that mentor program. How important are these jumps to people? the the mentor jumps as far as developing them into a skydiver like I, I think that just being on being on the kind of jump where you're learning something and have a purpose like as soon as you graduate and get your a license you you have a lot of freedom and you don't necessarily have a lot of direction and you might not know where to take it and i can say that from my experience like if it weren't for a few people that took me on good skydives early in my career, like I probably wouldn't still be a jumper. Like and so I have I have a few certain people to thank for bringing me along and showing me things that enabled me to stay in the sport and showed me what there was to enjoy about it when the the free fall aspect stops being, you know, novel and stops being like, oh, this new thing of throwing myself out of an airplane, you know? So I I like to I like to share that with people and I like to show them like, hey, we can develop your skills. We can go on some fun jumps so that you can jump with more of your friends and then you can enjoy what really is the the best part of this sport for as cool as skydiving itself is like the people are way better. And jumping with those people are is where the real 
cool stuff happens because yeah. you you can't build these formations on your own. You can't go out to you can't build a sixty way by yourself, and you can't turn hot four way points by yourself. So you really have to meet people and in order to have fun on a skydive and you know make it some modicum of safe and successful like you got to have a, a few skills that y- you build up and there's no better way to do that that i found than the mentor program where someone wants to jump with you just because they want to see you keep going one thing that i heard someone say and i wish i could remember who said this but um this is kind of something that changed the way i looked at every skydive that i make is that skydives are kind of like snowflakes like Every single one of them, even if you go out and you do the same four-way jump 10 times in one day, they're all going to be different. The, the, the exit's going to be different. The way that you do the points are going to be different. You know, and, and then just looking at what most people do whenever they go to the drop zone and they make six skydives or whatever in a day, they're all different. And you, know, you, you come together, this random group of people, and you make this formation or these series of formations, and you're all together and... You know, you just kind of share that moment and it, it lasts, you know, most of the time, less than 60 seconds. And then you all track away from each other and it's over, but it'll never be the same. And I think that's really beautiful. It's it's amazing to, to see how people come together in the sky and in on ground. And one of the things that we mentioned at the beginning is the importance of a team, the importance of jumping together with the same group of people, whether you call it a team or you just call it a bunch of homies, is that consistent learning curve. And that kind of goes not just to a consistent learning curve, but to what you just mentioned, is it's that building block of, of skydiving, but building block of people. And you could just describe it with a mentor program. And the, the fact that, that Spaceland provides this, they don't have to. Spaceland provides this for people. I mean, I just, I tell people, take advantage of it. Like, you got 100 jumps, you know, or 75 jumps to, to take advantage of this. Like, man, if I had it to go and do over again be all 75 of my, you know, 26 to 100. I paid a lot of money early on for that kind that same kind of coaching that you can get for free through the mentor You can get for free, and you can jump with just great people that want to teach you and are motivated. We're not the only drop zone who does something like it, but I think we're very unique as the fact of the level and detail we go through to do it. And and I have to keep a little bit of, of, of... privacy to what we do but uh, actually you were the secretary for him in our recent meeting yeah that's how we'll justify this but you guys recently heard what spaceland houston alone invested last oh year. it was it was super enlightening like it yeah. makes me want to do a lot more of it and the fact is is guys and gals out there whether you're at spaceland and i know csc has also been working on this doug smith adizio there uh, sat in a seminar I did and then spoke with me, and, and we've been in a little contact about it. Other drop zones are doing things. I know Paris Valley works really good with just their organizer program working with new jumpers. Uh, man, you have to take advantage of these people. Number one, they actually want to skydive with you. Number two, don't tell us I have 30 jumps, I'm going to suck. We know you're going <laughs> to suck. You have 30 jumps. Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to suck. Yeah. It's uh, my buddy Hank. Y'all, I think y'all know yeah. Hank. Yeah. Hank was working with a student recently, and she had like 16, 17 jumps. Uh, she's actually a good friend of mine, and, and she kept talking about how she was struggling and sucking. And Hank was trying to make her feel better and say things about her landings. And her landings weren't bad at all; they just weren't great. She didn't have the confidence to stand up her landings. They were soft. She just sure. didn't have the confidence. And at some point, I looked at her and I asked her, I "Was like, hey, how many jumps do you have now? 16. Cool." 
I wanted to give you a basketball, and I want you to go shoot that basketball out of the hoop 16 times. After 16 times, how good will you be? I won't be very good. Exactly. You're supposed to suck right now. And yeah. she looks at me go, she looks goes, yes. And she looks at me, like, I'm supposed to suck. It's okay. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it is okay. Don't tell me you have 100 jumps and you're going to mess this up. Because I got 8,000 jumps, and guess what? I'm, I'm going to mess, mess it up. Exactly, yeah. man. <laughs> So take advantage of these mentors. Number one, that learning curve, that learning skill. You said it. I will put all 75 jumps into this learning value. Number two, how many friends have you seen made through these new jumper processes, especially Michael? You, you lead that program. Oh, a, a, a ton. <laughs> it's really cool seeing just people that didn't know each other before stepping foot on the drop zone, and now you just see posts of them like, oh, we're hanging out all the time. It's like we love – Spending time with each other. This team's a, an example of, you know, not through the mentor program necessarily, but just through being on the drop zone. A bunch of people that y- you would never encounter I- in your normal life. A- and suddenly they're some of your best friends. We have uh, people putting teams together for like the Dallas Super Cup that have all met through the mentor program. Yeah, who met through the mentor program, who come to the tunnel events and who are throwing up pretty, pretty respectable scores for, you know, what what they've been given and you know it's it's great to it's great to see so it's rewarding and you know now um one of the things that i know we've talked about a few times dj is not just the friends that are made in the program but the people who are starting to give back you know you you look at now uh, people who have come through the mentor program since i've been involved with it in dallas and are now starting to become mentors Mm-hmm. And are leading that next generation, and you know, didn't think I'd be here, but now I have skydiving grandkids, so That's it's, so it's cool. kind of cool. Yeah, it is, man. I love the fact that you point that out. Partially, it leads to me to my next question, but just the fact is, is there's you now have generations behind you. How does that feel? Uh, it, it's super rewarding because there, there's one, there's a, there are a couple people early on that were my AFF instructors and. I, I remember uh, Jackie Ellis being one of them. She was my AFFI for a lot of like my first jump course, and you know, my first tandem was with her with was with Alan Ellis, and so uh, they're kind of my skydiving parents. But shout I, out to Uncle Touchy, yeah, Uncle Touchy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember being in class with her, and then I remember doing one of my first formation loads in Dallas. And I'm sitting there on the plane with her, looking at her across the formation. And I got to say, hey, that was really cool for me. And, you know, she had that little pride look in her eye. And I get to experience that same thing because, you know, there are people out there that I'm not responsible for it, but I get to be part of the part of the journey and part of their progression i get to see their success later yeah because like we we're both at somewhere around 1200 jumps and like we both definitely still feel like the new guy like we've been around but like as far as the grand scheme of things like the more you know the more you know you don't know um and you know to to see people that were getting the influence um conscious incompetence did i get that right nick yeah, conscious incompetence yeah, yeah. would be that. Um, shout out to Dun- Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> so 
Real quick, I want to keep going with what you just said, but I, 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 since you mentioned Jackie was one of your AFFIs, who actually did your AFF jumps out of curiosity? Chantel Cleghorn did almost all of my... I'm your granddaddy. She did almost <laughs> all of my jumps. But And that's exactly where I wanted to go, is I've trained a lot of the instructors in Dallas over the last few years, uh, before they were Houston, or before we were Spaceland. Scott, I've Dallas, I trained yeah. a lot of those AFFIs. Yeah. And I love the fact that you point out as a mentor, you now see some of your mentees becoming mentors. And you get to see a generational reach. And for me, I actually, at some point, I have a huge effect. Chantel, actually, as I train AFF instructors today, some of what she did in her AFF course, I use as an illustration and a good illustration, by the way. Sometimes you're a bad example. I use Chantel as a good example of how to pull off a move that just, it's like she had to figure something out. Yeah. And it's so cool, as Michael, you said, you get to see these other people. And what I really want to push into is we do need more mentors. And I don't care, I, I do care in this case about the mentor program. We do need more mentors there. But we need more mentors in the sport. We need people to take young jumpers under their wing, to take some ownership. Now, God bless Skydive Spaceland and, and the Boyds because they give us a structure to do that in. You have guidance from guys like Michael Erickson. You have guidance from guys like, even though I know you're more of an LO, Zach, you do stay somewhat active with a mentor program, and I'm positive you will guide those guys along the way. Wherever you're at, be that mentor because you said it. You're watching your children become your brothers and making new children. You know, uh, one of the things that I really like about what you said is how we're 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 watching these people grow up and we're we're able to have this influence and just like i think that is so amazingly powerful i just you know <laughs> agree over and over uh, again with it so yeah. man it's wonderful and guys gals take advantage of programs like this part of it is and i say this all the time you're sick of hearing me saying it you come for the skydives you stay for the skydivers and it's so simple because where did you meet your wife Skydiving. Where did I meet my wife? Skydiving. skydiving. Where did you meet that dumb little brown thing that you're living with? She came for a skydive. Awesome. How did you meet your other wife? Skydiving. Some people would call... Uh, uh, my sister just made fun of Nick Lot almost our entire vacation, including made Man, fun of... Debbie, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, I thought Debbie. we were friends. <laughs> she only did it once, but... Um, she oh, did, yeah, that's the entire vacation. Yeah. Okay. She did uh, call it a bromance on multiple occasions. I'm like, it's not really a bromance. We just see each other once a week for two hours, and we work together. It is an odd, incestuous it, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we here. fuck each other sometimes. <laughs> it's not weird. It's a handy. <laughs> um, but the fact is, is how many of your friends, how many of your closest friends are skydivers? I mean, I don't have a lot of friends, and so all of them. All of yeah, I don't have any friends yeah. anymore that don't skydive. And think. Yeah. the mentor program, whether you have one by official title at your drop zone or whether you have one by just somebody who does that, because most drop zones have somebody in that role, go out and get involved with the mentor program. One of my favorite stories of the mentor program is I actually, through canopy courses I've taught and through the mentor program that Valerie and I run, we've actually seen couples get married. I'm like fucking the, the dating game. What's the guy who ran that? Chuck Woolery? Chuck Woolery. We'll be back in two and two. Thank you. Speaking of which, guys, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, as far as canopy courses go, um, it kind of doesn't matter what point in this you are at in the sport. Like That's some of the best money that you can spend. 
Absolutely. There's so many great courses out there nowadays. Greg Windmiller runs Superior Flight Solutions. Fun fact, his name is Windmiller because he goes so fast on his swoops that he manufactures wind. It's mainly because of that red gimp suit that he likes to wear. Yeah. Uh, Flight One does a great job. Uh, Alter Ego. There's so many schools out there that do a great job with canopy courses. I can't recommend them enough. Are you checking your notes on your... Yeah, on I'm your looking for giraffe facts. They're giraffe facts. Giraffe, 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 giraffe. We do have to wrap up here, guys. We turn into a pumpkin pretty soon. Guys and gals, I do apologize that Mr. G is not here tonight. We really want him to be here. Oh, he yeah. Really How's the Astros game here. going? If you see me looking at my phone regularly, it's because the Astros are up right now 2 nothing. Nice. Uh, Justin did oh. go to the last weren't, game of the World we Series. there yesterday? Were you guys? No. Weren't we about 2 nothing yesterday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we were 2-1 after the first yeah. inning and then just got stomped. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I uh, honestly can say I don't really care if the Astros win or lose, but my buddy Justin is at the game, so now I'm just like Ghostros all yeah. the way, just for my homie. Sports right? ball, sports ball. Um, guys and gals, uh, anything else you two want to share before we get moving on? Uh, what does a Hispanic man use to cut a pizza? Get off me, Holmes. Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you call uh, two Mexican guys playing basketball against each other? What? One on one. What do you call a wolf that has it all figured out? Tell me. A werewolf. Ooh. So your Reddit, uh, I asked your Reddit name earlier because I actually see somebody from uh, Dallas posting regularly and I couldn't figure out who it was. Now I know it's you. Is it me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, If you never figure out who I am, I'm very opinionated. You've never I've s- been I was recently called by someone um that has a bird last name, the most opinionated person they've ever met, and it wasn't in a positive way. <laughs> I will embrace that. I um y- you'll it's easy to figure out who I am on uh, Reddit. Number one, I don't post a lot, but it y- says the at, rating center. At DJ Marvin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well no, Reddit just says the rating center is my uh, handle. But okay. Velocity yeah. Pilot. Yeah. Um I, I just don't post that much. Sure, on I mean it's Reddit. Like you're not yeah. supposed. You're, you're there to read. I'm, I'm there to troll. I'm there to eat popcorn and yeah. enjoy the show, man. Yeah, same. Um, I forget what I was about to say though. Oh, was it about that guy on Sofadarp that was uh, trying to play heartstrings this week? Because that was pretty entertaining. I don't watch that group at all. I I I I, I I'm a member and yeah. I unfollowed it. Yeah. Just because there's been literally nothing of substance this year. Yeah, I just don't have the time for. It. I don't sure. mind it. Yeah, it entertains me, but I'm just so busy yeah. that I I I found myself seeing threads in Sopadarf when because I unfollowed it like a couple years ago. Sure, and I would see the just drama, and I just yeah. couldn't help but just watch it and watch it. I'm like, an hour later, what the fuck did I just yeah. waste my life on? Honestly, I need to get rid of my Facebook account. Yeah. I don't have enough time. Yeah, it, it really doesn't work out. Guys, really appreciate you having you on the show. Really appreciate uh, exactly what I expected. Just a lot of goofiness. Yeah. You listen to the show a lot. You know this is what we really in- enjoy in entertainment. We appreciate with. you having us back on. <laughs> 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 what just happened? Well, I, I'm, I'm lost. We were supposed to make you confused about if this was our second time on the show. Oh, no. I can remember these things pretty good because okay. I will never have you back on again. That I'm good. sure of. So, <laughs> Mr. I, Pete, I know where you live. No, you don't. Yeah. No, no you he, I'm don't. Be, I'm he actually clear about he, this. he covered our heads in a in a in a pillowcase and brought us back. True. Here. I've only it seen was real studio. scary. Uh, we've hijacked you in a van. Yeah. We put South Park characters over your face on a video and we made it work. Yeah. Mr. P. I'm good, man. Got it, dude. Next week, 
Thursday, I think it's the seventh, we have the one, the only, how good is Mr. Jackson Brockwell. If you know Jackson, he's on the unlimited jump package. The kid is so cool, we made a fucking shirt for him. Mr. P put a video out there for it. We're going to have that kid on the show next week. Unlimited jump package. Really nice kid. Till then, this is Gravity Lab Radio. This has been Get Swifty. What is that? One quarter of Tempest Max 8. Zach Erickson, Michael Bro, way too loud. Blue skies. Well, your stupid computer froze. Don't blame it on me. We're on the limited jump package. Get the fuck out of my house. Limited jump package? We're on the limited jump package. Not enough money. All right. No, limited jump package. Yeah, You're it's not limited. catching it. It's like super limited. That's why I said not enough money. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Because it's limited. Because if they had enough money, it'd be unlimited. Oh. This got really weird. I don't feel safe I'm at so home. I'm so glad it's over. Leave. Cut. Get out. Cut it. Just stop. Cut it. <laughs>